Okay, let's start the show. It's October 30th, 2014. Welcome to This Is Only a Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. I'm Will Smith. Seated direct. Wait, what's happened here, Norm? What's happened here is we got Gary back. Gary's back. Hey, Gary, how you doing? I'm I'm well, thank you. Gary Witta, ladies and gentlemen, uh, star of stage and screen, expert bomb diffuser. Yeah, you did- nah, I don't think he actually diffused any bombs. He was close. I did. I did diffuse d- d- diffu- one. Bomb diffusing assistant. No, no, no. Bomb diffusing coordinator. You're just you're just annoyed because your bomb blew up and the other person's successfully was. Disarmed. I think that the other person, Joanna, we're speaking of the tested the show, which happened last weekend, our time and your time. Uh, you you were part of the cold open, Gary, where I realized midway through that I completely failed to introduce you because I was a little flummoxed by things that happened as we were starting the show. Um, but yes, as was I. Yeah, everybody was confused. We were all confused. It was it worked out though. Um, so Norm, I think Joanna did a better job communicating than you. She had the easy, easy bomb. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, we did. To be fair, we did lower the difficulty level after. Do, do people even have any clue what we're talking about right now? I feel like you've just got to back so, into this conversation. So we opened the show, uh, on Saturday with a, with an Oculus Rift VR game called Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. We talked Wait, about it. I think it. you need to go back further. This is a live people that may they, not know, they know. This is they a know live about that. Show. Oh, you've been prom- prom- we've been promoting the shit out of that for the last month and a half. So if okay. they don't know, they're not really true listeners. They don't and, deserve you know, to. Know. They don't deserve to know. Go okay. back and listen to the last three weeks worth of podcast. All right, fair enough. Um, so uh, we had the Oculus game. It's a bomb defusal game. Yeah. One person wears the goggles. Norm and I played it at PAX. One person wears goggles. They can see the bomb. The other people are presumably at the other end of a phone or something like that. They can't see the bomb. Right. And But they have a binder of instructions. And on they have the instructions for how to disarm it. Right. So you have to like communicate the way I'm not doing very well right now right. Uh, across time and space. And the person who's looking at the bomb has to describe the bomb so the people who have the decoding instructions can figure out how to defuse the And then the tell bomb. the bomb disarmer what to do, right. like what wire to cut and, and so forth. And there's some, I would say, fairly fiendish logic puzzles. Yeah, I mean, it was very, it's quite ingenious. I, I want to get a copy for, um, it would be a great party game at home, I think. I don't know what they're planning to It'll do with it commercially yeah, or they're, what, they're working on it and they're going to sell it when it's when the Oculus is done or closer to the time yeah. the Oculus is done. Yeah. And it was quite tense. I mean, it really did feel like one of those scenes in a movie where you're trying to you know diffuse a bomb with so the it was timer a great ticking way, down. It was a great way to cold open our show. Yeah, it was good. was this past Saturday. We did the show. There was a show poster of it right behind us, actually. You haven't been on the it's podcast on the for a while. I think the last time you were on the podcast here it was March 27th, was, 2014. Yeah, 26, March. 26 episodes without me. Yeah. You've done all It's been done, really nice, actually. Yeah, you've been fine. Quiet, nobody's yelled you've at me. you demonstrated that you don't really need me around. You've done... I mean, it's nice to have you around. Who, who has mainly been filling in for me? Uh, Jeremy Williams has been the, the prime... See, Jeremy's uh, great. He, he is. Jeremy, Jeremy's the reason that all of us podcast, really. Is it? Yeah, he was the one... He and Dan Morris were responsible for the start of podcasting at Future. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, they, they came in and were like, hey, there's this thing called a podcast. And I was down at Maximum PC. I was like, you guys, that's not Apple. That's Apple yeah. bullshit. You guys shouldn't yeah. do that. And Jeremy used to be the... It wasn't Apple bullshit. Yeah, it was. No. 
Yeah, Apple came in with the iPods and all that business. It was before that. Do you remember Imagine Radio? Uh, yes. Imagine Radio was live, just live before stream. my time. That was pre-podcast. I listened to that. Yeah, it was, I listened it to it one was terrible. Episode. Imagine Radio. Um, what this guy's a British accent? Imagine Radio was like 1996, right? 97. Yeah, it was a long time ago. That's when I, I started around that time. It was yeah. bad. It was it was just right before the iPod and podcasting became a thing. It was kind of the precursor to I podcasting. Don't, I don't think podcasting started until. Like the early 2000s. That's correct. No, that's probably yeah. right. I, I call the podcast distributed via RSS. It's very much a millennial yeah. Adam thing. Cor- Adam, uh, not Adam Corolla. But no, back Adam, in the day uh, when... Um, the Shoutcast guy. Back in the day when Colin and I used to do the Game Theory podcast, Jeremy was the producer and the third voice on that for a long yeah. time. Yes. So yeah, that. All, Re- our, all our podcast credentials go, go way back. Reputed third chair. Is what I would call. It, feel, kind of, it feels like everyone's got a podcast these days, doesn't it? It's I mean, like, anybody can have a. Uh, well, there's, we're in the third wave of podcasting. The first wave was like the wash up MTV VJs. The right. second wave was started with Leo Laporte, I think, probably. Okay. And now the third wave is now like Alec Baldwin has a fucking Just podcast. Everyone with a every, micro- anyone every, with a microphone. I mean, you can go to the store and buy a podcasting because I see like buy. occasionally I see someone post on Facebook, "Hey, I've just started a new gaming podcast," and I'm like, "Really? Does the world need another another one?" I'm, I mean, it's how Kevin many Smith. are there? Like, what niche is there left to fill at this point? Well, as long it's as good that you mentioned this because I wanted to announce my new gaming podcast, Gary. <laughs> you and I late. are going to do this. It's uh, just about to announce tested gaming. Yeah, Will and G, W and G on games. It's never too late. W N G. Mm-hmm. W N G. W N G. Yeah, Will and Gary. Like Wang. Yeah, exactly. Just like it used to the be. The old days. When we had Anna here. R.I.P. Anna. Yeah. She's not really dead. She's just gone. She That's when the podcast. I remember that used to be good when Anna was on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so what's those changed the days. in six months? Yeah, what's up with you? What's happening? Um, so when was, when was I last on, did you say? March? March 27th, 2014. Yeah. We posted that episode at 6 a.m. Things things have changed. Yeah, I've been busy. Yeah, you've... you've well, you, your kid's bigger. Yes, six <laughs> months bigger. Yeah, yeah. She's more we, than two a, now. We a, yeah, she's nearly two and a half. Yep. Uh, you've been working on some stuff. Yeah, I've been, wor- been very busy working. 2013, I was able... I was on the podcast almost every week, right? I was on quite a lot. Yeah, you were practically unemployable Because my, my work schedule was kind of all over the map. Well, and I was doing a lot of projects, but like things that were kind of like neither here nor there. And I, had a, I was working from home, and like coming in to do the podcast was a good opportunity to kind think, of get out of the house yeah. and interact with human beings, which I don't really like doing but my wife insisted i do it at least one day a week <laughs> it's good for you so you guys were a good outlet for that yeah but then um, cheaper than at the therapy. beginning of this year i started working on the new star wars movie <gasps> and really that's been my <laughs> that's been my focus uh for most of the most of the time since then i've wow. been very very busy and not able to kind of divert my attention as much as i would uh, as, as i used to so um, Except for to, what happened was I've been kind of feeling like I do miss it. I do miss not so much you guys, but like, you know, <laughs> do you ever listen to and, and <laughs> talking, having people listen to me? Yeah. My voice. Knowing, knowing that people are listening to my voice right now and having an audience and feeling special. Like, you, that's all do you appeals have, to me. Do you ever listen to the podcast and then pause it and say something as if you were the, actually here as a guest? If you're asking me if I listen to the podcast when I'm not on it. No. Yeah. <laughs> do you listen to it when you're on it? I, my wife listens to it when I'm not on it. Well, that's good. And so I kind of like occasionally hear it in the background, mm-hmm. whether I want to or not. What are those yo- yo-yos talking about this she week? Listens to it. She listens to Mr. and Mrs. Smith. She listens to the dad cast. Yeah. She listens to all that stuff. Yeah. We make a lot of quality content here at Test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of good stuff. So I've been, you know, kind of had one ear kind of inadvertently on it anyway. Mm. So you ready then, to announce anything about the Star Wars movie? That's no, not all anybody's here for at no, this point. No, you can just <laughs> turn off now and go okay. listen to something else because obviously there's nothing it's I can It's just nonsense you. from here on out. That's right. Much. Okay. But, um, 
I do, you know, it's very flattering that in the last six months since I've been away, I do get a lot of um, messages on social media asking if I'm going to come back because I've been away for a long time. Um, and you just and explain to them that you're too good for us now and, no, I just, and block them, I, I hope. Every time I get one, I'm very flattered. It makes me feel kind of bad that I don't have as much time as I used to to do it. And really what, what broke the, the camel's back was this week at the live show. Yes. Because I said I would come to the live. I even tried to get out of that. I'm so lazy. You did try to weasel at the last minute. Well, I mean, I, I was going to. Like, I woke up on Saturday morning. I was like, ugh. I just kind of want to do nothing today, which is kind of my default mode. Yeah, you've got a bu- bu- bucket of Lucky Charms at home. Why would you leave the house? And I don't remember that. I think it was Rob Mullaney, the stand-up comedian, who said it, that in terms of in- instant gratification, canceling plans is like heroin. He's totally Ooh. true. Like, the, I, I, just for a moment, I just entertain the notion of, like, just blowing it off and pretending to be sick. And just this wave of <laughs> endorphins were released. And I just instantly felt such relief and just so good well, that but, I didn't have to do this thing. But then I was like, ah, oh, no, I kind of I should do it. But like, even yeah, thinking of it really gave you the endorphins. if you had done that, because we, we had my, my kid, we were sharing a sitter and the whole thing. Well, no, you were part well, of my like team. You, like, you wouldn't have found someone else to go up there. You ended up adding someone at the last second anyway. Well, so. no, that, that may or may not have been accidental. We'll see. So... The point being, I do keep my commitments even when I don't want to. We appreciate to. that. Very good. Um, and what happened was, like I said, the, the straw, the final straw was I had a couple of very nice people, both before and after the show, who attested fans, who came up to me and said, oh, hey, you know, have you, are you ever going back on the podcast because we like it when, when you're on? And we don't like it at all when you're not on it. <laughs> as much as it pains me we to say this. We made you a T-shirt. And so... I agree with half of those things. And so I felt like... You know what? I should. There's one thing to get like a Twitter message. You go, yeah, whatever. But when a real person comes up to you and says, "Oh, you know, kind of miss you on the podcast," I'm like, you know what? I should do it. So right there and then, the, 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 bond, you, the bond was struck that I would come. I would make the time. Do you remember this person's name? The, there, were, there, were, there were multiple people. Really? There were several Did people. You get a picture or anything? Any kind of proof? I got a picture with one guy. Okay. Um, but there were several. There were several people that, that came up and said, "Are you gonna, are you ever going to be back on?" Because I guess six months is long enough to think like maybe I'm never coming back. You know what yeah. we can do is if, if you have time, we'd just keep on run this podcast, and if we get 24 hours, you got your Octobercast right there. Oh, so yeah, so Octobercast <laughs> is not happening this year, right? That's not, a that's a no no. Not we, this year. Not in October. Do you think it'll ever, a quorum do, do of people it, didn't want to do Octobercast? Do you think this it'll year? ever come back? Yes, in some form. That's a good question. Can I Gary? suggest that you don't do it in October? No, I think we should do it in April. April yeah. Octobercast. Yeah. We so call, you it can still call it October. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a juggernaut. You know, that, that, was, that was the third solution as opposed to doing two October casts a year. I still think that's a good idea. Yeah, just move that's it to the move more it to, money for the kids. Move it to the springtime, and we also have to find some way to make it the twenty-four hour thing more manageable. I think what we should do is do three days where we each alternate, so we're not all here all the time. But we all do 24 hours no. spread out over three days. <laughs> no, that's the opposite of what I'm okay. suggesting. Here's another idea. I think that we do 12 hours and make them twice as good as the 24 hours. Let's do that. Or or we could do something else entirely. Because I'm telling you, that second 12 hours is just brutal. Is I that don't what know people if people fully for? appreciate just how yeah, people miserable. want to see. But is, is that what they're paying for? I is that what they're donating for? The donations went up when you were about ready to chunder in the in the Euro Truck Sim last yeah, year. So like they, they want to see the pain. Yeah, and typically some of the best stuff comes out of the kind of the the red mist, the haze of like, that final like, hour. Like usually, when we were eating the hot peppers in the final hour. Right? Oh, that yeah. was that was some of the best stuff we did. And when Adam when Adam comes in at ten o'clock to to just fuck with the sleep deprives, that's my favorite thing. That's when he usually comes pretty in, good. Like fresh as a daisy. Yeah. 
Like he just woke up. He's bright eyed, bushy tailed, just smiling. Slept ten hours on these Egyptian. I'm exhausted sheets. just remembering that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, true. I get. I you, get like emotional flashbacks. You to fuckers. How tired I felt last year. At one point, I was over there with the goggles on, and I took the goggles off and looked over, and you were both kind of going. I'm. I mean, you know, I'm sad for people that that enjoy it. Uh, and and won't get it this year. Hopefully, the people for the people you know that that missed it, the live show will fill some kind of gap as a special event. But I'm not sorry we're not doing it because it is torture. And if you want to bring it back in some form, that has to be like a major shakeup. I thought it got easier every year we did it. No, I thought it got more difficult. Really? Yeah. The, fir- the first one I remember. Yeah. The first one I, one I remember being a lot of fun. I was very tired at the end, but I was kind of and well, the euphoria carried us so, through. So here's the second one was tougher. The third one was just like just miserable. The other thing that happened. The like other from reason, minute one. The other reason I was miserable. <laughs> from the, you were really ready miserable. But well, that was when you had a brand new daughter and you were kind of just broken. Yeah. Do you remember when I actually my daughter got sick during the second? You've yeah. only completed two October casts, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, we. We also the other thing that happened in the three years that we started in the four years since we started doing Octobercast is Extra Life really took off. The yeah. first couple of years we did it, the first year no one had ever heard of it. Yeah, or at least no, nobody that we knew. The second year it kind of got to be a little bit of a bigger thing, and then the third year Giant Bomb started getting involved, and it, we split the the, right. the donation base dramatically, so that by the time Octobercast was on. A lot of the people who had who would normally have donated money to the to the to the kids and doctors and electrons and all yeah. that stuff, yeah, didn't have the and cash. Not, to and donate. not and not just extra life, but like desert bus and child's play and all. Mm-hmm. You know, right. people. You know, the end of the year comes around. People get into a festive mood. People are looking for tax write offs. Everyone gets you know into the into the spirit of charitable giving and, and they suffering. Chose, and they the, chose the ideas that where you don't have to stay up for twenty four hours. So my suggestion is at least get out of that train. Wreck. We're going to get and out of the holiday. If you're going to do it, put entirely. it in a different. Season, yeah. Do it right in after early, tax do it in, season. No, do it in early April because that's the last minute you can still write off your taxes. Can you write off stuff in April? I don't because yeah, you have true. to file until April fifteenth. Yeah, but the receipts have oh, to no. be from the end of that's the year. Right, that's right. It has to be. I'm not an accountant. Year. None of us are accountants. The calendar year. You can get. We, yeah, but we all pay hey, taxes. We'll post it year, theoretically. We'll, no, we should do it when people get their tax refunds and get money to donate. Yeah. that's right. That's, that's like giving yourself money after in the future. After you get your refund. Donate it to a good cause. April right. 16th. And then you can write that off. Octobercast 2014. Exactly. It's just a never-ending. Yeah, never so what you're saying think, is we're we going to do Octobercast 2014. Just found a way to create infinite money. <laughs> in April 16th. It's like one of those troll- I thought it was taking the Octobercast money and going to Vegas. It's like one of those no, trolls. No, 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 no. We should still do that. No, that's a That would be the idea. ultimate See, tested event. That oh, would Jesus. make me want to do Octobercast again. I would, I would, <laughs> those are the only circumstances under which okay. I would do it. If, if people are okay with that. If we did it all fly from Vegas and the final hour was we went down to the casino floor of whatever hotel we podcasted from oh, and took the entire sum of the donations and put it all on one I'm okay with that wheel. If, if we don't if we, and, hold on if we and, do that we can't give people tax deductible receipts so you guys have to be okay and with that we have to put it all on double zero no. Fuck that. No. no. What does Wesley Snipes no. say? Can you imagine if you hit that number, it would be the the, the internet sensation of the century. No, but you yeah, but we're never going to hit the number. You not, don't know that. We're not. Bet it all on black. It's it's one color. I oh, think, oh yeah. I don't know. Here, here's what we do. The people who donate. This is like, such other, a bad people idea. People donate uh, donate in two buckets: the red bucket or the black bucket. Okay. And the okay. one that's the more. That one, then the whole, I mean, it's but the whole, all the money goes yeah, on exactly. it. exactly. Right. But then. So it's the audience decides. Exactly. Red and black. And. I like it. And then we do it it's in Vegas. Good. And we go down, we all wear suitsies. 
So the onesie these? suits. Is that was I'm that, not ever was that a real that. thing or is that real? I think it's a real thing. I thought no it was chance. a parody. I thought that was from How I Met Your Mother. No, it's from ba- Beta Brand. Sells no, it. you know what we should get? We should Ooh. get those um, uh, powder blue and orange uh, Dumb and Dumber tuxedo no, no, onesies no. that they sell here, here, at Target. What you need yeah, to get yeah, is, yes, some, is some mirror onesie type. mirror ball sweatpants. And right. sweatsuits, like tracksuits. And, track then we, suits. and, then, we, and then we we roll in there like Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, the Ride the escalator down slow-mo. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And go to the high rollers room, because oh, they have yeah. to, if you've got the money, they've got to let you in. Baller and time. put it all on red or black, depending on what the audience And we all have said. sunglasses that say baller time The problem the is, front. I think live streaming from a casino floor could present... If we have enough money, I think they're probably going to be okay with it. Yeah, you'd have to, you'd have to clear it with yeah. the casino, the pit boss. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to raise money. I, I feel like we should commit to this. We right can't now. call this a charity event it's not at a this charity point. Event. Why this not? Because it only becomes a charity event if after we win. We win. Yeah. Then surprise, it's a charity event. And then we have the Doctors Without Borders guy come out from the side with a big check. But if you're up front about what you're doing, what's the problem? You can't. People if you are call donating their money event, knowing that it's either going to get doubled the, or yeah. lost. But people expect people to deduct taxes on things that they donate. So we can't call it a charity event. However, everything else is totally legal. As far as I can tell, and but, I'm a lawyer. But it's a, but it's a charity event. It either ends up getting donated to Child's Play or to the MGM Grand. No, it's yeah, but, not but they can't deduct taxes donated to the MGM Grand. Also, I'm not going to the they, MGM but they've Grand. Donated, they, they've, they've donated to our fine partners at the MGM Grand. For tax MGM. purposes, they've donated it to a charity no matter what we end up doing with it. Tax, you know, charity money gets squandered all the time. Oh, so this is what we do. This is how money. we do it. Next spring or summer, 24-hour live podcast marathon from Las Vegas... <laughs> And the final hour is after we have figured out us who, riding the elevator whether down, it's, whether it's red or black. Yeah, we go down with GoPros on our heads, checks <laughs> and, and mirror, mirror and we put ball. It, we put it all suits. on what the audience has decided, red or black, and you spin that wheel. Oh. And I'm telling you that it would be like the goddamn Hunger Games. <laughs> everybody would watch it. Man, everybody would watch that. I'd watch that. See, would you watch that? I'd watch that. Who wouldn't? Yeah. It's a it's a disaster either way. I'm telling you, we would, the, the internet would so explode. We need to talk to the lawyers. Oh my god! Oh, they always get in the way. <laughs> I know, but I don't want to go to jail in Las Vegas, and I don't want to go to Nevada jail. I'd go to California jail, not so much Nevada. Yeah, they jail. Just take, they just we take, don't have to go to Vegas. There are plenty of places, fine establishments in California that can. You're talking no, about, about Native American casinos? No, no, no. You want to go? You want to go to a? Uh, you want to be Vegas. at the Cosmo or something it. real? Fucking yeah, go heavy to the roller. Cosmo, Bellagio. Go somewhere swanky. What are we going to raise? 50 grand? Do we get into the high roller room at the Cosmo for 50 grand? Yes. Okay. Yeah, on one play. Yeah. That's that's local news reporting. Oh, if, yeah. Okay, so now here's National the question. National news. If, no, we, if, if we hit it on black, do, yeah. we, do we double down? No, 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 no. no, no, no one no, spin no. and gone. One spin and gone. You, got, you, can't, you don't want to write. You don't want to let it It is it a lot of cheering. Why, or... would, you, why would you do that? <laughs> Because it's twice as awesome. And then what? You want, you want to just keep spinning until no, you no, blow no, it No, no, no. Two is enough. Two no. is enough. No, two is no, enough. Draw the no. line. No. No, no. Because no. then, then there's a little bit for no. each of us and a lot for the charity. No. No. You don't, get to, take, you don't, you don't get to take any kind no. of rake off oh. of this. Well, no, that, every charity, I suppose, has its yeah. administrative fees. We're the administrative <laughs> fees. <laughs> I could use a new car. No. You need a nice pair no. of pants. No. Yeah. Could always use more yeah. pants. All the money to the charity. All right. So that's so that's. But I'm already mentally imagining what happens if we don't win. Okay. You can't, you can't let those negative thoughts cloud your that's thinking. That's true. That's true. 
You're all about you don't. If we don't win, we walk out un- heads. That's a very unnormal thing to say. It. I'm manifesting. If, if we're supposed to picture only winning scenarios, if we don't win, we walk out heads held high, knowing that we tried really, really hard. Yeah, 24 hours to make money for the kids, and just for those 10 seconds when that ball is going around, yeah. you are alive. Infinite possibilities. Alive. You've never felt so I'm alive. So and then immediately sleep. <laughs> just come yeah, out. You just come out. <laughs> you're in the ones you already. <laughs> they, they have the they have the Hannibal Lecter moving carts behind us and just wheel us back up to and the And we room. haven't really lost anything that we didn't have 24 hours ago. Pride. The trust of our No, no, no. You have more pride than ever Dignity. because it's a story you can always tell. That's, that's right. true. Oh, you, my God. That's priceless. Yeah. That's priceless. All right, so this is set. Next spring or whatever, we'll do this. 24-hour... Las Vegas October cast in the in the spring. We're not committing to anything. I, uh, this is not legally binding. Patent pending. Why? But what? Oh, no, no. I want. I just want to hear Gary commit. If the idea is approved, that Gary's I'll, committing. Yeah. If you if if you could, if this happens, I'm committing to it right now. There it goes. You you guys heard it. Baller time for charity. That's what we're going to call it. It's not yeah. October cast anymore. Baller time for charity. Baller time <laughs> for charity. <laughs> That's it. This is the new baller time for charity. Is the new <laughs> October cast. October cast is dead. Long live a, yeah. Las Vegas. Memory of departed friends. One oh big role. Uh, and we'll still do all the stuff in the 24 hours. We'll still do all the funny, you know, bits we, and guests and stuff. I think we should have a podcast now. Okay. Do you think so? Isn't that what we have been doing? Well, we should talk. Is there, are, I feel like we got off on a massive tangent. Yes. That, isn't that what, we, what, you, it is what kind you do every of, week? I, I forgot. Uh, we're, out, we're out of practice here. Oh, Jeremy when not, follows when, the when script. I, when I'm not here, do you typically we, to, to go like, down straight the, into down it? The, it's a workmanlike down here. I, I mean, I can do no, that no, if you fine. want. It's fine. It's fine. Give the people what they want. Is, I, I don't know. Is it what they want? They might not want it anymore. We'll find out. The comments, they'll be all It could be one of those things. It's like, oh, yeah, I wish Gary's back. And then they're like, oh, I don't oh, know what. Yeah. Is this what it, this, oh. it wasn't this bad, was it? It's like nostalgia. I really did like Mr. Furley, it turned out. Yeah. The last time we did it, the first time we did an October cast. Yes. Here, which was, I believe, year two. Yeah, the second one because the was, first uh, one was the giant bomb. Yes, yeah. was was down in the old whiskey office with the brick wall. The uh, mm-hmm. with the oh, those were the, some the, good. The, the where thing. we couldn't see the sun. The isolation. Those were good days. I miss those days. Um, hanging, out with, hanging out with Giant Bomb and good Comic Vine and all those guys. The first time we did it here was nobody ever says a big advice. was a big unveiling. What was the big unveiling? It was a big unveiling of our set. Oh, do you remember that? We just we we. Norm, Joey, and I worked. It was our. We had moved. We had moved into oh, this, this office. This, yeah, yes, this is what okay, we, we had just right. gotten this office, just right. barely set up. And in now time. you have a new set again. And today, yes, in Octo- late October, two years right. later, we are also unveiling. If we were going to do a surprise October cast, now's the time. You know, I have guests set. lined up, ready to go. We could just roll just into start, it right now. Stop making calls. We're already like fifteen minutes in. We're way more. Yeah, only twenty three and three quarter hours to go. We can yeah. do this. And, and Vegas, I could book the plane, plane ticket to Vegas right now. That's yeah. not going to happen. No. Um, so, yeah, new set. It's blue. We have a new set. So I want to tell the story of our old set. When we got into this office, I believe it was late July because we went to Comic-Con, came back, and uh, you don't see, you guys don't see the other side of the wall. The other it's side of the wall is the color peach. of, it's a, yeah, it's a peach, a light peach color. I'd call it a taupe. <laughs> it's kind of pink for a taupe. You can't tell because the lights are off, but it, and we have the blue lights on, but it's, it's pretty pink. And it was bright, and there were skylights in here, and we really could not shoot a lot in here. Also, there was no air conditioning. There was also no we air conditioning. We have ducts for heat, mm-hmm. but there was no air conditioning, and we, we rented the place based on the fact that there was air conditioning. So it took like three months to get AC in. So we didn't shoot. There are some videos. I believe there are one or two uh, videos from 
the old old set, and the then pink. for Oktobercast, uh, we decided to build a set out. So Joey, Will, and I went to Lowe's. Yep. One day, um, and we chose based on our expertise, our best judgment at that time. I think I think we actually looked at the color of the wall in your in your house, which we liked. On in camera. my house? Yeah, don't you have a color, a, a kind no. of chocolatey brown wall where the no. Star Wars portraits are? Oh, that's a light gray wall. It's light gray? Yeah. Yeah. We right. might have liked that and decided we wanted to go darker. I can't remember the reasoning <laughs> for the for the brown. <laughs> how, did you, how did you arrive at this, oh, I'll, this I'll, color? I'll, I'll, this tell you, I'll tell you the story. Though. So we, the old set, we went to Lowe's and we spent maybe a total of half an hour there choosing... Our, our, uh, we spent more time picking out paint rollers than color. Yes, that's right. We looked at the wall of paint colors and we said, oh, huh, I kind of like a gray color. Maybe something darker. That would look nice. What do you guys think about those shelves that just didn't hang invisibly on the wall? Oh, those yeah. are pretty good. Okay. All right. let's, buy, let's buy this bucket of paint. Yeah. Uh-huh. And when you take three guys with basically no interior design experience and pick a color without well, trying it out. Um, just to be clear, interior design and set design are two totally different things. Set, sure. Sets have weird requirements. Yes. Or interior design and set or We set didn't have design. either. Just have to either. be clear, yeah. And and painted the wall and then, oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. And then we fired up the camera like, oops. And then we, yep. It <laughs> turns out that, that that wall was not so great and we stuck with it for two years. So... Now we have a new set. We actually hired someone, a set designer, to pick this color to do the entire set. Oh, and for this color, which I hope you guys like, we actually chose between five different shades. Do you know what this is called? This is called Cloudburst. Cloudburst from Sherwin Williams. Okay, I like it. I'm Sherwin Williams, and you're so. Not. Is this designed? Is this designed to make sure that like you pop in front of it? Yes. It turns out that both Will and I wear dark shirts all the time, okay. pretty much exclusively. Right. So we wanted something and that, that was taken into work, consideration, into account. And right. Joey relit the set. So while it looks the same to you out there, or the lighting, lighting wise, when we do product reviews, for example, and right. phones, we don't have to color choose a color balance. Where the phone, what's on the screen, is going to look different from how so, our, our hands look. So, and I can d- show this. If you, like, if you look at those the videos of us where we have a phone up, always our hands are either orange or the or the phone is orange, or blue. The phone is blue rather. If the phone looks right, the screen on the phone looks right. Then the background around the phone is wrong. Now we don't have that problem because it's all like bright ass blue daylight bulbs. I, I never knew there was so much to it. It also feels like the inside of a hospital. You know what? Now, which will take us ne- a little bit while. Neither to did get we. Used to. Yeah. Know that there were so guys, much to it. You guys it. have added. I mean, it's like a geek TGI Fridays in here now with all the <laughs> with all the. Yeah, that's just what we, were, we were actually <laughs> going for geek chilies. <laughs> yeah, I think, what, we, I think we went with from, all the, with all the little, we went from geek outback. No. Which is pretty bad. Red Robin, maybe. Well, no, I mean, Red like, Robin's I mean, you've kitsch. got all the Star Wars stuff, Pacific Rim, Ghostbusters, Blues Brothers. Shit's not in Robo its final Cop. place, also. You've got a lot of good, thing. you know, there's a lot of good stuff Norm here. collects a bunch of toys. But it does, it does feel stuff. a little bit like one of those, hey, welcome to Flingers. Would you like to, <laughs> Would try, you like to try some fajita poppers? Four dollar quesadilla poppers. And there's all this kind of crap <laughs> on the walls. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think it's a little more. A little Man, more that's just what we were going for. Our set designers in the Are you suggesting that the stuff at Chili's isn't curated? I I think that they Do have. They just throw anything up on the wall. I think it was. Ki- I, well, I can tell you, they have a kit full of stuff that goes to New Chili's, and then they're supposed to fill it in with local sports teams. Yeah, that's right. Local or high school. Well, that's one of the things I learned is in, in smaller towns like Chili's mm-hmm. and Applebee's or whatever, where it's actually kind of like the focal point for the local community. Yeah, that's the rest. But they, they have, have stuff up from like local high school. What football. the high school marching band's been doing and stuff. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. 
But most have, of it comes in a container but, full of the rest yeah, of the garbage. Big, in big cities, they don't really no. have that. No. Mm-hmm. Well, then they put giant stuff up or, or 49ers yeah. for Masochus. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, so it's supposed to be an evolving set. Um, for example, the pictures behind us will change mm-hmm. over time. The logo behind us will change over time. Things, things will change. Okay. Um, and it, it, you know, it's, it's supposed to be a, a good canvas. But yeah, filled with a bunch of stuff collected over the years. Yeah, you guys projects some, that we worked on. You guys on. have definitely got some cool. We, stuff. Have, we actually a have a, we suite. actually have a, a legit. Table. These are attached. Now, or is this what happened? It's monolithic. Is this, is this custom made? It, it, it's partly custom partly made. Custom made. <laughs> At some point, we're going to make a custom top for it because it's there's no reason not to. But it's all one big uh, immobile piece now. I feel like there should be like lighting under here or something. That would be cool. You mean like a sports a sports network? Which is like you know just like kind of neon. All those sports thing. things are fake. Are virtual sets now though? They have like two. No, sports center is like a real set. It, so is so is a local Compass one. The place that they touch is, and then everything else is is green screen. No, that's not right. That's if not if you look at like um, college football today, not maybe, the one with Lee Corso and Kirk Herbs. I'm talking about ESPN. The, the the college game day stuff not the not the stuff that they shoot on location but all of the stuff that shows up like at halftime and stuff like but that but like sports all center is set a now. fully that's a real set with a real backdrop and everything I bet that there that's not a green screen I bet that there are key elements that are real and the rest is green screen now all right part of the table yeah the table's real the yeah. ra- handrails are real probably mm-hmm. and then the rest of it is fake when we went to NAB Norm and I were blown away by the the stuff that they can do with virtual sets now it's unbelievable mm. um anyway. Anyway, all right. What, what's next? You want to talk more about, about the, the live show? Uh, we had some like we, I thought the the overall. I think we were all really pleasantly surprised by how it turned out. I thought it went very. Uh, I thought it was a, a smashing was success. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you. Had, I, I thought like you, you had of all the segments, you had three or four that were like really, really, really good, and the rest were at least pretty good. And you didn't have any that were like totally. Like, oh, you didn't have I any did. like total duds. So I think that's a success. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yes. Um, that those were all the segments will be up online in yep. a few weeks. The only thing we're not going to put online is the 3D printer bit, but we'll recreate that. And, and I want to spend some more time testing that. Uh, we used a um, if you didn't if you weren't the live show, obviously, uh, we used an occipital structure scanner to scan Jamie before the show started mm-hmm. to scan 3D scan him, and then I fed him over into the printer and printed him out. Yeah, a live mystery build. Live mystery build. Right. Um, we did the Oculus segment, which will be up on the site. We did. Um, we had a bunch of good speakers. Oh, uh, so we did great. A, uh, Roman Mars was terrific. Oh, he's so good. Jeremy did a wonderful job talking about the game frame. I thought. Yeah, and, Jeremy and was great. Uh, um, Rebecca Watson was great. Rebecca mm-hmm. Watson was really good. Uh, the the um, uh, Astro Teller talking room was awesome. Yeah, the uh, Star Wars, uh, mm-hmm. sorry, Star Trek Cinerama guy mm-hmm. was really interesting. Uh, Nicholas Nick Acosta, mm-hmm. Frankie Polito, and his um, makeup make makeup effects reveal. Yeah. Were, were great. Yeah, um, and then Surprises Megan Miller uh, talked about making cookies out of crickets. Oh, that's right. I, t- I didn't I didn't care for those cookies. I, I have to admit, <laughs> as Gina said, she didn't think it was a cookie recipe that she would have chosen, but the but the she didn't taste the cricket. It was kind of a well. I mean, how would you know what? Well, no, no. But I mean, she just said she was. I think she got a bag of the flour to try. I it was so. kind of impressive when she said, like, would any anyone like to come up on the stage and try a fried cricket? And like, just every kid, because there were a lot of kids in the audience, kids just like swarmed up on the stage. Aww. I just want to Piper. Yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, the kids love the idea. Of crickets like, full eating of bugs and yeah. gross stuff like that. Listening to music. And, you know, I had two crickets. People. I had stomach flu two days before. Did you, oh, you I ate had the two actual critics. fried crickets? Yeah, they were delicious. No. They, they she made like a jokes. very good point, though, that, that most of the world's cultures eat 
insects without thinking about it. And we do and as we well. It's just th- Westerners. We, we culturally think they're gross. Yeah. But we do eat like crab and lobster and stuff, which is just kind of like a big fat underwater insect. It's mm-hmm. just as gross, but yeah. we don't view it the same way. It's, it's interesting. True. Yep. It's true. It's, it's yeah, the future. Um, so that's it. That We'll tie a bow on that. The videos will be up in the next two weeks. Um, we'll probably do one or two a day for a while until we get them all up. And um, Do you think you'll, you would do that again, the live show? I, I think if the right opportunity presents itself, definitely. It's kind of a thrill. I mean, you guys, you know, went to one of the fun. most historic venues in San Francisco, the Castro Theater, and pretty much packed it out. It yeah. was a thrill for me to be up on, you know, I, I performed a bit on stage with the Mythbusters on, at, at the Castro. You diffused a bomb with the Mythbusters. I did. That is cool. In front that's of a thousand going, people. Yeah. That's going on my resume. Yeah. Yeah. Amateur bomb diffuser. Yeah. Amateur virtual bomb diffuser. You both yes. defused a bomb and set 50, off a bomb. 50% yeah, we blew up, blew up ratio. a bomb and disarmed one. There were children that had to vacate the audience yeah, there were, because so, of that segment. So one of Jeremy's children actually got quite upset, Ever right? Clamped. Because she was young enough to, she actually thought it was a real bomb. I think she was there and to she see was in, yeah. She was in the front row. Yeah. She was. A, she may have been a little bit young for the show, but she, yeah. she was there for her to see her dad. So yeah. that was good. Yeah. And Jeremy's bit was really good. Jeremy did a wonderful job, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Pixel art and all that was yes. fascinating. Um, let's talk about news. We got a lot of news this week. Um, I, I guess actually before that, if you went to the show, if you have comments on that, definitely post them in the comments. We'd love to hear what you guys think. Um, if you want to talk about the set, we'll at some point in the future, once we get things a little more locked down, do a set tour. Mm-hmm. So we'll walk everybody around so you can see everything. Um, yeah, a lot of the stuff's going to change. There's a lot of, a lot of cool stuff behind here that people can't even see. Yeah, there, there's, there's definitely stuff on the lower shelves that you'll probably not ever see in videos that we'll, we'll definitely make sure to show. And it's kind of like a tested, like the pictures were a tested retrospective of the first six or eight months we'd done tested uh, with Jamie and Adam and then the two years before. This is, this is really representative of what it's become in the last two years. Um, let's, let's talk about news. There's a ton of news, a ton of interesting stuff happened this week. Um, first off this afternoon, did you see the rocket explosion? I Gary? did see the rocket explosion. I, I, I heard about it. My Twitter, um, people alerted crazy. you. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't hear as much about that as I heard about new Marvel films where my Twitter just was completely just, Still trying to just did we put that on the list? Jammed the for like two hours. Okay. They're solid. But yeah, the uh, I guess the Antares rocket, which was supposed to resupply the uh, ISS, blew mm-hmm. up on the launch pad. Yeah, so this is one of the two commercial space ventures that currently has a contract to supply the ISS. Um, it's uh, Orbital Sciences, I think, is the name yep. of the company, and they launch out of Virginia, uh, rather off the Chesapeake, uh, off the Outer Banks, I guess is what it's called. Right. Um, and this is not the first Florida. time. Have so, they blown up before? No, no, no. Not the first time they've sent a rocket oh. up to refuel to resupply. So the what ISS. happens? What happens now? How do they get resupplied? Do they have a, a, a so they backup? have enough. When we when we did the videos with Chris Hatfield about food on the ISS, one of the things that we learned is they they have a massive oversupply of food for contingencies like this. I in case one of the resupply missions goes bad, because you right. know it, flying food to space ain't like dusting crops, right? Think bad things happen, and it takes a while. Is that a quote from a movie? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> So one something maybe anyway, um, he uh, he said that they have they keep many months worth of food on the on the station. Right. right. Um, so like if you look at videos of the ISS, you'll see in the little in the airlocks between segments, mm-hmm. there's all these duffel bags around the outside edges, and a lot of times that's food. Okay. So still, so they'll so, be okay. But yeah, they, no, they no, one, lost. no one was no one was hurt or anything. It was but they lost letters rocket. and they lost the fresh produce that they would normally get and stuff like that. Yeah, and obviously just big. And exp- yeah, yeah, just a yeah. big setback. They have to figure out why yes. the thing blew up. Yes, they have to figure that out. So it was a commercial space company. Overall Sciences has launched several of these Look, rockets. This was their up. third. Uh, launched, right. And these rockets are not designed though to be like SpaceX to be used for their manned missions. So Orbital Sciences is not doing, as currently announced, any manned missions. 
which SpaceX is doing. They just, they just want to get to orbit with cargo. Mm-hmm. And is, is there a lower threshold of safety with that or no? Like yesterday, this was supposed to launch yesterday and there was a ship. There was a boat in the in the in the no boat zone around the launch pad, so they scrubbed for a day until the orbits were right again. I imagine there's always a, a, a high safety threshold no matter what, but it's probably yes. higher when there's like living people. Oh yeah, I would on assume that so. Rocket. Yeah, and if you watch the video and something that I mean, it happened live, and I was following it live. Well, and it was at the right time for East Coast like local news to pick it up too. Live, it, it launched and then went up. I couldn't tell for, based on the uh, the scale, but I want to say maybe 150 feet. It looked like it cleared the water. Yeah, it was like three seconds. Yeah. And, then ex- yeah. and then just engulfed in flames. Well, there was a bright flash, and then it just started falling back, and then it exploded. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and it's very um, it's very humbling in the way that we've seen with these space uh, disasters in the past that, you know, we're, we're pretty good at this, but it's still really, really hard, and things can still go wrong all the time. Well, all it takes is one thing, one one tiny, tiny mistake. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing to me is the altitude at which it exploded. I, I, I saw some speculation that they were going to have problems with the launch complex as a result because, you know, the the there's byproducts and you know well, yeah, just I mean, the explosion the itself launch, is bad the launch platform took a lot of damage yeah it looks like it here. looks like it was bad so that's so. a bummer well, let's let's move on to some happy happier news What's, um, what's good? What's happening that's good in the world? Windows 10's adding some new trackpad gestures. I'm going to add gestures. a bunch of, like, the next three things are all Microsoft slash Windows things. Okay, this is this is your, you did these because I was doing something yes. that ended up not working out so, earlier today. First of all, Microsoft, uh, which I think they announced their earnings report, quarterly earnings report. Microsoft's making a lot of money, right? Making money. Record earnings. Obviously, a lot of it fueled by uh, their services, Azure, and, and Office and stuff like that. But also made a bunch of money, made, I don't know if, whether they're in the black yet, but sold a ton of surfaces and sold, I think, more Lumia phones than expected. Mm. So, like, 10, 12? No, more, a little more than that. Plenty more than that. How many it, Lumia phones did they sell? I don't know exactly but that's how many. Not, but that's not what's driving their profits. What's it's, driving it's Microsoft's not. profits is still, like, their core but, business. Yeah, right. And the, but the, their devices division, it's, it's trending upward to a point where it's not at a failure. Right. It's not, they're not going to jettison it. They're committing to their phones. They rebranded the Nokia Lumia's Windows Lumia phones now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the surface, Sorry, Nokia. It's, I mean, that was part of the acquisition. Yeah, I know. Um, Windows 10 is on track. I think the new version of Windows 10, uh, the, the, uh, the technical the preview, up, up, was updated. When is that supposed to come out? Next, Next year, year, probably. Okay. Um, and then the new video today from one of their conferences showed off um, how their trackpad, which, again, they say they, they want to get their trackpads better. And I mean, the bar is high for trackpads. Bar is very right? high for trackpads. Uh, the gestures are incorporated in Windows 8, aside from the, the right, aside from the left. I think that stuff is also going to be there. But now they have a lot of multi-touch gestures for their their uh, their multi-window. I mean, the, their new mission control yes. style thing. The the thing that the 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 only thing that I ask is the two finger tap anywhere to right click, and three fingers to scroll up and down in the page. That's literally. That's maybe it's two fingers to scroll up and down. It's two, it's two fingers to scroll. I don't even think about it anymore. Like yeah. if you do those two things and you click reliably and you're reliable, then that's all. That's like ninety nine percent of what you need. And I think the, the rest two, of it's all useless. The two finger stuff. Which have you tried that recently on on Windows eight? I, I don't have a laptop that has a decent trackpad. The okay. laptop that I have that's a Windows eight laptop has a bad trackpad. I'm getting the the, the new Yoga Pro in a few weeks. So okay. we'll test it. On and that. Is, it has native it has native yeah. drivers for yes. trackpad. Not yeah. Okay. So. I think once you did, uh, the scrolling on Windows was always bad because they tied it to the mouse wheel. The, right, so you get the shortcut for the mouse wheel. Yeah, and when you distance that, and I think with Windows eight and Windows one and ten, when you tie that to the touch, the um, the, the touch on Windows 
on touchscreens, then it's better. I did notice that um, that there's that there's uh, uh, natural scrolling on Windows 10 by default. Mm-hmm. You know the reverse scrolling, right. which is always the first thing I turn off on any Mac laptop, for what it's worth. Um, okay, so then. Uh, it's we had the Amazon news, the Amazon $83 million with unsold Fire Phones. Yeah, we're talking so about the, companies the, who did not do well with The, the, with the Fire Phone has not been a success. No. Uh, I, saw, I saw somebody, I think it was uh, Paul from Tapbots that makes twi- uh, Tweetbot, a noted Mac developer, mm-hmm. tweeted something that I thought was funny the other day. He said every time he gets a package from Amazon and it has that Fire Phone tape on it, he's always afraid that it's going to have a Fire Phone inside. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. I mean, that's the great thing about Amazon. You can't say they haven't promoted it. Right? I wonder they have a great platform to promote everything Holy that they come crap. out with. How much money did they spend on that tape? Yeah, just like the go ta- to the write down on the tape. The tape alone. Yeah. I mean, I guess they were going to buy the tape anyway. It probably had to be printed anyway. But aside from that, that's like the only real misstep they've had with the Fire platform, right? The tablets are doing well. The Fire TV apparently Whoa. has been quite successful. I, no, they have a history of first generation being bad and then the follow-ups being incrementally better. But do you think they'll do usable. another Fire phone after the first one's been I don't so think bad? That the amount of money they spent developing it, I don't think they're going to back off. They'll just make another phone. Yeah. And I saw the other day they've got some kind of Chromecast-type stick that's they coming do. out now as well. Yeah. So they also announced on Monday they are another company that has a... Right, a Chromecast type six, a Fire TV stick. Mm-hmm. Um, is it they, shipping this year? It is shipping at the end of this month. Okay, because uh, if sorry, you order end today, of, end of end of next November, November. And how yeah. is this different to the regular Fire TV? It's exact same thing as regular Fire TV, except it does not come with a remote with the voice search capability. Okay, does it, does which it, one of the big things, and its gaming capabilities are limited. Okay, so okay. it doesn't have the real. G, it doesn't have the the quad core no. CPU. It's a dual core bro- with the real Broadcom. GPU. Okay, yeah, that makes it that makes it more sense. But it, does it have its own remote though? <laughs> just not. A it fan does have one. a remote, but okay. it doesn't have the voice remote. Okay. So you one of the features pay thirty bucks for the voice remote. But if you want to get Netflix and stuff like that on your TV, either. This or the Chromecast is like the cheapest way to do it, right? And the, the Amazon one is even cheaper, at least, well, maybe not now by the time you're listening to the podcast, but through end of when we're recording the podcast, yeah. end of tomorrow, actually, uh, it's 20 bucks if you have a Prime subscription, so, which is like, that's dirt cheap. Wow, that is, but, that is cheap. So the, the problem with the Fire TV, because I, I use the Fire TV box fairly extensively. Is, oh, do you? I, I did. I tested it no, it's months ago. But, but did, you con- did you choose no, to I continue house. using it after you were done testing um, I it? I used it for Plex. Uh, Which is the only thing I like the problem I had with it was that the search stuff was great. If I wanted to search for a new movie to rent, the, the voice thing was good. The voice search worked wonderfully, uh, but the problem was if I wanted to just kind of browse what was on Netflix or Amazon Instant, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, the discoverability on that stuff was really, really, because really like the bad. The UI is not very good. Yeah, the UI for Amazon Instant on that thing was was abysmal, and the Netflix client wasn't even particularly good, as I recall. Huh. Okay, so so like I what said, what is your preferred Netflix client? Um, I'm using the Xbox One more than anything else these I days. I don't like so. it. But I'm using because of voice. I, I guess. But I know. I, I'm the, just, the, the, the way it curates, the, I try not to use the voice because so, I found it to be so unreliable. You need, you, since you moved, I bet you haven't I've recalibrated d- it. No, but it was bad. It's always been bad. I've always hated it. The September update made it much usable. Okay, I'm going to recalibrate. Yes. I'll try again. Okay. Uh, but if I'm going to watch Netflix, I still would prefer to do it on Apple TV. I think it still has the Apple the TV has, a, has a good good client. The only time I'll go to the Xbox or another thing is if I need Amazon Video or one of the other services that Apple doesn't have. So I, I, I use do Roku. I don't like Roku. I use Apple TV for HBO Go and and um, yeah. and uh, Netflix. Yeah. Amazon Instant on and Hulu on the Xbox. Sometimes Netflix on the Xbox, just because it's the thing that's on. Usually. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, my Xbox One. As much as I have a love hate relationship with it, is the default box that's on in my house because I do have the cable running through it. That yeah. works fairly well. 
and it's the one box that I can just, if I want to watch a Blu-ray or like the, the seamless switching between all the various applications, that's great. I, I mean, the Blu-ray player is actually okay now. Like it doesn't lose sync. It seems to work. Yeah, I have no problems with basic it right criteria now. stuff that should have yeah worked basic at things launch. that should have worked from day yeah. one. Um, What's the power consumption like on Xbox One watching Netflix? Eighty watts for the TV, the TiVo, and the Xbox versus about sixty-five. Oh no, sorry, just for the TiVo and the Xbox, not the TV, versus about sixty-five. So TV watching, you add twenty watts. Uh, but it's always on when the TV's on. We don't leave the TV on very often in the house, so it's it's. I not mean, difference between Xbox One and just like a Roku stick. Oh, I'm sure it's enormous. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine quite a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, but it, but again, that's the, the other reason I prefer to use the Apple TV if I can because I know it's going to be much lower power consumption. Yeah. But than the, the difference Xbox. between 25 watts and 65 watts for two hours is like three cents. It's not anything. Yeah, but I'm still thinking about you know. I, I know. Plus, you know, we're talking about also second set top boxes too for bedrooms and other rooms. Yeah, like Xbox true. One is living room. That's fine if you have your cable plugged in there. But for bedroom, Chromecast or a Roku stick or, or Apple TV or Apple yeah. TV works fine. Yeah. Honestly, for the bedroom, I like a Chromecast with the with the. Um, I mean, I don't have a TV in the bedroom, but if I did, I would probably just plug a Chromecast in because I'm going to be laying there with a tablet anyway. Mm. So just zap your stuff over. Um, ours tested the 5K iMac. You just ordered one of these, Gary. I just saw the uh, the the gaming. They did the gaming yes. review gaming of it. Tests. Yeah, so I did. I ordered the a, result. God help me! I ordered a 5K iMac. You, okay, I want to talk about Gary ordering it before the the ours test on that, which is still developing right now. What what led you to buy the 5K? Because we talked about last week with Jeremy, and there was a lot of skepticism in the room about whether this, whether the graphics on the the, the iMac could drive that screen, whether mm-hmm. there'd be performance hitching problems on doing even you know watching a lot of video. Uh, what led you to do to spend that money on it? Um, I love love Retina screens. I got I got a MacBook. Noted Pro. Mac aficionado. My Gary MacBook Pro, which has a Retina screen, is like if I, I I I can't do it this way. But if I could do all my work on that, I would because like just even just like the crispness of the text. Did you get the 13 inch or the? I have the 13 inch. inch. Okay, um, sight unseen. And right? it's actually quite. It's actually quite. It, it's seriously. This is a pitfall. Is that text looks so good on a Retina display that it can actually trick you into thinking your writing is better than it is. <laughs> I, I used our 15 inch Retina last week when I was setting up stuff for the show. The one that Joey uses as a production laptop and and. Like spending two days with that setting up for the three yeah. scanning bit yeah. was enough to make make me think, so, yeah, that my next laptop is not going to be an error. I got, I got, it was, a, it, it was a, a work thing, but I got the the MacBook, the 13 inch MacBook Pro Retina, and I got used to working on that for a bit. And then I went back to my iMac with the non Retina screen. I was just like, oh my God. It just, it, it, once you get used to it, it's very hard to go back. Throw this garbage in the trash. And so the fight, so the idea of that kind of display on, because I have a 20, 27 inch iMac at home, that's what mm-hmm. I primarily work on. And I always thought the idea of that having a retina screen just seemed like they're, they're never going to make the economics of that work. Like, it's a dream product. Um, and so when they announced it, I Dreams was like... Dreams do come true, Gary. Right, right, right when they did the announcement, right up to the point where they reviewed it, I actually thought they might have found a way to get it into a MacBook Air. And I was genuinely shocked when I saw it was the iMac, the 27-inch iMac. And so I did have to think about it for a bit. We talked about it a little bit. Um, I, did, I, I didn't just press the button. I did wait for the first couple of reviews to say that, yes, indeed, it can. The display is fine. And even um, on the base stock settings? So what I got was, I, I boosted it a little bit. The only thing I may end up slightly regretting is I didn't boost the GPU, because I was trying to not go complete. I mean, it's expensive enough just the base model. I was trying not to max everything out just to be mad. Because the thing is this, like, even though it's a, this is mainly for people that deal with photos and video. I just love the crispness of the text and the, and the display, and to some extent, photos. 
Um, but the kind of thing that would make that card chug, like manipulating 4K video, is way, way beyond anything I'm ever going to ask it to do. I mean, the most I ever do is like move, you know, Apple Pages and, and Twitter and Safari windows around. So I don't need it to really do any heavy lifting. The only thing I did was boost the um, the hard drive to three terabytes because I like to have tons and tons of space. Um, and I will do my own upgrade of, um, I got the base RAM, but that's easy to upgrade for, for cheap to 16 or 32. Right. <laughs> so I boosted those up. It'll be here on Friday on wow. Halloween. And I'm very excited. All the, all the reviews that I've seen and all the people that I've spoken to that have seen it in the flesh have said that the display is just unbelievable. Right. So you didn't need stunning. to go see it in the store because you, you want no. that surprise also. Well, it doesn't necessarily that. It's just I, I, you know, I've seen the retina. I, I know I, I've got a good expectation that it's going to be worth it. I think it's, it's even better. And I don't often these days, especially with the kids and stuff, you try to be more responsible with your household funds. Yeah. I don't really, you know, just throw my money around buying crazy buy stuff these days. I didn't buy Skip. The, I'm on a two, two-year iPhone upgrade cycle mm-hmm. now. I got the 6, but I skipped the 5S. Um, Skipping iPads this year. The last my my most recent iMac is is a little bit long in the tooth, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it to offset the cost of uh, this a little bit. I'll give so you fifty bucks right gonna... now, cash. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it definitely was. Uh, you know, it's not a, not an impulse purchase, but it's a, every now and again I, I buy myself a little. It's a work expense. You can write that off, and I can. Yeah, it's also it's also technically a business expense. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So I'm um, looking forward to it, and what after if, Friday I'll be able to give you some. Uh, I would love to be able to see it. Hands on yeah. impressions. What did uh, I'm going to need like ten minutes alone in the room with it? No okay. reason. Do you guys see the ghost in here? Oh my god! Do you guys see this ghost? That's a South Park episode. Um, Randy in the computer. Uh, so ours technica. Well, first of all, iFixit did take the uh, uh, new iMac apart right. and found that it's a LG panel. Okay. Um, and is that the same as the iPads or the or the Retina Max? Who makes the they they source from Sharp and LG. Okay. For a bunch of those. Like, sometimes they come from different panels. I don't know if they're sourcing if from multiple universal. suppliers yeah. for, for the iMac. Um, but the uh, the benchmarks on it, so yeah. even for gaming, you can run boot camp on it. So you can run Windows. On right. But I'm not, I won't be doing that. But it was, it was an interesting experiment that they, that you they sure, did. It. You have three terabytes of space. Why not? But Well, I have a, I have a gaming PC that's just for oh, okay. gaming. All right. You don't... Gary doesn't like to have games on his work machine. That's well, true. no, I will play ma- native Mac games in Steam. You can play the ones Borderlands, that- the pre-sequel, right now, then. Right, that's true. But that's for PC gaming, do. I'd rather just play on a, on a regular PC. So the first interesting thing was when Leaf Mars Technica booted Windows into the iMac, he couldn't run it at full native resolution. It only ran at uh, 3800, something like 4K resolution. One of the 4K resolutions, uh, which seems to be a driver issue. Is that a Windows problem or a driver could issue be a with driver, the bootcamp driver Yeah, I mean, right away, you're, you're kind of asking it to do yeah. things that it's not technically yeah. Yeah. beholden to be able to do. And then when running games, not playable at the native resolution, a 4K resolution on that card, but when scaled down to uh, 2560 by 1440. Yeah, which is the quarter resolution. Right. That's the that's the resolution of the uh, of the current non-retina iMac. Right. Which looks great. Yeah. Al- already. Um, then it was at least playable. So yeah. Do, like think even in Windows. Even in Windows. Was the so I assume that the scaler on the video card was handling that. And then passing off to the hardware that does the display. So it wasn't like you were looking at a 2560 by 1440 window no, inside. it was scaled up. Okay, it was scaled yes. up. Yeah, That's and apparently it looks, it, the, the, the Arsenic review said it didn't look, you know, blurry or scaled or anything. Actually, no, that many pixels. Native. I mean, this is the thing we learned at CES a few years ago when we were looking at 4K, 1080p video scaled up to 4, 4K. 
like once you have once you cross a certain threshold of pixels, scalers actually do a pretty good job. Well, there's scaling up and there's scaling down. For example, right. the iPhone six plus scales down, renders a higher resolution. Yeah, scales down lower. Call so it the Duke norm. The Duke, and then there, therefore, uh, the effects of dithering, you actually get better anti-aliasing. That is an effect. It's, it's. I'll I'll try. I you know I don't really do a lot of gaming on the Mac, but I will occasionally, and I'll I'll put Steam on it, and I'll max out a couple of games. Like, like I said, I only got the stock graphics card because I didn't feel like I needed to go completely mad. But I'll be interested to see what it can do. Yeah, they, they, was that it, testing the stock one or was that the the fancied up one? That was, I believe, the stock one. Okay, and that one, even even in Windows, running at the three thousand eight hundred, the four K resolution, no, he said no dithering or soft edges when running non-native. I mean, honestly, yeah, for most photo- of the, 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 what Apple sent out to review to TechCrunch and the sites that I've seen review yeah. it so far was the stock model, the twenty five hundred dollar one that you buy in the store. Uh, yeah, I don't think they added anything to it. So the G- so whatever, whenever people have been saying, oh, you know, it's actually really good, GP, whatever, they're not looking at the boosted version. So I was able to, I got the, the basic one based on that. I don't know, how much, how much of, a, of a bump do you typically see when you upgrade just system RAM? As it depends on what you do. RAM? So sy- system RAM, like if you're looking at a machine that has six or eight gigs, you probably won't see much of a boost unless you do things like Photoshop or, or right. Adobe apps that are super memory hungry, right. or compile code, or video edit, or the things that the things that you you want to have a lot of work in memory, basically. Right. Or you use Chrome apparently, because on my computers it seems like Chrome uses more memory than anything else. Yeah, um, I wouldn't want to run. I mean, with any new system today, anything less than eight gigs. Yeah, so this comes with eight, but I'm going to boost it up to 16. And then there's two extra slots if you wanted to go even higher, but I can't. Better to just, when when you feel like you need more memory, then it's better to just pop those out and put two 16s in. Best not to fully populate all your slots. Is that right? As a general rule. That's good advice. Um, Make sure you put the memory back in the same slots that it came out of, though. Because you'll, if you don't put it in the in the right channels, then you won't. You'll be running at half speed. I see. Yeah, just just pull one out, put put the new one in, pull the other one out. Got it. In. Good tip. Make sure it's all the way turned off, not asleep. Really? Unplugged. Okay, so I shouldn't actually be like playing games on it while I'm swapping the RAM out or anything. I'm just, you know, it's it's iMacs are it's easy to not to make sure they're not all the way turned <laughs> off. You want to unplug it and then hit the power button so it like anything that's discharged. You shouldn't should keep one foot in water and yeah. If you could, if you could get the cat and rub the cat on you beforehand to get all static, that would be great. Um, uh, Tim Cook explained why they killed the iPod Classic this week. Did you know the iPod Which Classic is gone? Some, yes. Yeah, I was sad to hear it, but the reasons behind it, I guess, are fairly reasonable. They couldn't find the hardware. You believe they it? Don't make, well, he's, well no one, there, were, there were two, there were two, the money, there were two reasons that he gave. One, get, which got more hidden than something else. One, he said you can't get the parts anymore, which said, I mean, we'd have to completely re-engineer it, and that would be expensive. And that kind of sounds like, come on, if you really wanted to do it, you would do it. But then he said, the fact is, not many people want them anymore, and that, to me, is the real reason. Yeah, why would you buy an iPod now when you have a phone that's connected to the internet and can give you infinite music? I think the only thing that was that was keeping it going was people that like to have a ton of storage for like their car. Yeah, like they want 160 yeah. gigs of music. And 160 gigs now, you think about that, and, and the I, phone going up to 128. And I listen. And 128 gigs is great for. I, I got the 128 gig phone because I wanted to be able to keep all the music. I, I listen to my music a lot in the car, mm-hmm. and so I don't want it constantly streaming music from the cloud. I just want it stored natively on the device. Will iTunes let me actually do that? No, of course not. That's, yeah, you can. Come over to my house sometime. Oh, you have plug my, match plug problems. my phone. Yes. Let's, let's see if you can just get it done because I am absolutely, I am ready to tear my hair out on this thing. 
All I want is all the music that's on my computer natively on my phone, not in the cloud. Shouldn't be that difficult. You think they would replace iTunes software okay. with Beats? Yes, there's a rumor that they're going to do that. I would be happy if they replaced it with a Commodore 64 at this point. (laughs) They redesigned iTunes. iTunes 12 that came with Yosemite is a, a, it seems like somebody who is a sane person designed the UI. It's a little bit better, but it amazes me that they can be on the 12th iteration of this software and it still sucks. I mean, just to be clear, it was good for like three versions. The first yeah. three or four versions, I was like, this is amazing. This is a great yeah. music jukebox. iTunes is like The Simpsons. You have to go back a long way to remember when it was good. Well, that's a whole... I'm not even going to go there. But I disagree with you in a lot of ways oh, do you, on The do Simpsons. You, do you still like The Simpsons? I came back to The Simpsons after not watching for about five years. And the episodes that are coming out now are actually really funny. To be fair, so my I, thought is, it might actually be good. I stopped watching it a long time ago, so yeah. I have no idea how good it is. Now. So my thought is that it's just timely. It's, it's appropriate to you at a time in your life, right. maybe more so than across your entire life. Right. And speaking of The Simpsons. All The Simpsons episodes are now online. All of them. Every single every one. Every single one. Yeah, but I saw that uh, a lot of people are annoyed in the same way that when they did the marathon and they uh, cropped the aspect ratio and annoyed yes. people that on, in, on the online Simpsons world, whatever it's called, that there's a lot of kind of on-screen graphics that obscure the image and people are annoyed by that. What do you mean that. on-screen graphics? Like they have every Simpsons ever or something dumb up yeah. there? I, I think the cropping stuff <sighs> bugged me for a while, but I, I actually do like that new Fox channel that I can just turn on and there are Simpsons. One out of Three times I turned that channel. I mean, honestly, I don't Simpsons. know why at this point there isn't like an FX channel that is just that nothing is. but the no, Simpsons. That is it. Yeah, but not online, but like actually a cable Oh, no, that is that's what I'm talking about. Oh, they have that? Yeah, What's it's called, it called FXX. FX- but what else No, but FXX have? isn't just the Simpsons all the time. It is Simpsons for, like I said, I turn that channel once every three times. It's, it's on Simpsons. most of the time, the kind of way that like TBS is basically the Big Bang Theory channel. It's, yeah. on, it's on even more than that. It's like marathons. It's giant blocks. Yes, they, they but what I want is content. a dedicated Simpsons channel, which is just like, I turn it on, it's guaranteed to be The Simpsons. Dan Stapleton and I, I used to ride to work with Dan Stapleton, and he had an idea that I found lovely, which is just that you have a device that's hooked up to your, your TV, it has a big yellow button on it. When you walk up, you hit the button, it just starts playing a random episode of The Simpsons. Okay. That's all I yeah. want. Why not? Yeah. Actually, I prefer, what I prefer is not that. I, what I like the FXX they do is that they curate playlists. So, oh, so they have like, like the best, the five best Lisa episodes. They'll do like this week or you know on Friday we're doing all the Treehouse episodes, Ooh. or on you know next next Friday again all the best Lisa episodes, all the best time travel. They'll mix it up and they have someone uh, curate a playlist. Which all I the like best even, Smithers episodes. All, I like that even better. Yeah, that is yeah, pretty good. That's good. I like that. That's like having a friend who's much more into Simpsons than me. Exactly. Tell me what's awesome. Exactly. Right. Um, and, uh, we talked about Amazon uh, Xbox One price cut again. It's th- oh, maybe last week, but three fifty. We didn't talk about it last week. No, so I guess I they, they finally admitted that people don't really want or like the Connect. They took it out. That was like six months ago, Gary. Yeah. Where, no, where no, no, no. I'm, I'm doing the history of it. So that was some time ago, and now I guess for a limited time, just for the holiday period, they've dropped the price by another fifty bucks. Wow. Now is this is this them being aggressive or are they desperate? What is, what is, what, is, what does this inter- tell you? It's interesting to me that they would drop the price instead of just packing a game that everybody wants. But apparently, so like, you all, but apparently it does also include a game being packed. Oh, so in. these are the pack-in bundles. Yes, like, like this is the Overdrive. Destiny bundle or Sunset Overdrive or something. Yeah, is yeah. it all the bundles or just a? Micro- I'm not sure, Sunset but Overdrive I know one. that it also the 350 bundle. You also get a game. Wow! And so they are was, they are very aggressive. Is for, this worldwide or just US? I'm not exactly sure. It's kind of an interesting idea. Like you don't want to say you're doing a price cut because that does kind of feel like you've capitulated. But just over the holiday period, where. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you want to make up those sales. That's a, they're saying it's a limited time thing. 300 bucks was my cutting off price point for buying a 360. Once at 300, that was like, that was the time to buy. 350 could be the time to buy for so Xbox. Xbox is actually, I mean, that's when I bought a PS4. Be, Xbox will be cheaper than PlayStation 4 this holiday season. No. PS4 is based on what some rather. analytics. It's forty percent better sold. So what? What, Wait, what is what? Ars PS4. Technica. Right. So Xbox. Didn't Xbox win a month recently? Though it's been going back and forth. It was only the. It was. Um, but PS4 has in certainly the is seems to, be, seems to be the market leader right now. So what this Ars report shows is ten point five six million PS4s sold, seven point four two million Xbox One sold, and that number is the ceiling, the high end of the Xbox One estimate, and the floor. Of the PS4, right. so Xbox definitely have some ground to make up, and I'm sure that they wouldn't be cutting the price if they didn't feel like they needed to catch up. Um, yeah, the the I don't see what the price drop is. I don't see if it includes the game bundle. What are the what are the that like, seems crazy? What are, what are the the um, the big holiday games this season? Like, does any any one side have the edge in terms of the games? That I mean, people have to play? on the exclusive front. It's uh, it's Sunset Overdrive, and then I don't know what Sony has that ex- that's exclusive. On the, on the Xbox One side. Yeah, because everything's... Multi- Drive Club... Everything else is basically multi-platform, right? Destiny is multi-platform. As much as people care about that, I guess it hasn't really gone over as, as much as they uh, expected. They're saying they have three or four million concurrent users every week, so that means uh, it says to me that there's people playing it. Advanced Warfare, I guess, will be the big, the big game, that's and that's, that's multi-platform. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what um, the big, if any platform exclusive titles I think are. Drive Club was... was hope, they hoped it was going to be a Gran Turismo type thing, and it kind of was a stinker. Um, Bayonetta is, uh, 2 is Master a Wii U exclusive. Collection? You know what probably the biggest one is, is uh, Super Smash Brothers. Which is that, that out, other right? console no, that no, we not don't for think Wii U. About. It's for DS, 3DS. For 3DS. Um, I'm looking at... That's that's what we said earlier this year. The Nintendo looks like it has the best, if you want... Yeah, I don't, know how I don't know how they're tracking uh, sales-wise, but, well. but they, um, they've actually had some of the better games this year. Um, Walking Dead comes out on PS4 in October. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Walking Dead seasons Season one two. and two are coming out on um, on all the platforms, um, all the next gen platforms. I don't see a ton of exclusives between no. now and the end of the year. Kind of so just, wait, is this right? Does Sony not have a platform exclusive big holiday title? That seems kind of weird. Like um, in the second year, you think they would have that? Well, I think they I think they released a lot of their stuff. So they lost, launched that Last of Us collection. And I know, but that's just they're doing it. I mean, leftovers. That's just they're spending a lot of money on indie stuff too. I know because they have like looking at the indie list, it's like you know, Home and Kill All Zombies and yeah. You shouldn't discount the indie stuff. There is a lot of good indie stuff, stuff coming, which I think uh, most of that stuff is. I'm exclusive. still kind of waiting for this generation to really assert itself, though. I mean, a lot of a lot of the stuff that people are excited about is just kind of HD makeovers of of games we played. I think last that's year. the that's the thing that everybody's surprised by. A lot of the stuff that people expected to be. It feels like it's been a slow oh, generation to um, get started. The the Dark Souls uh, uh, follow up is. I think uh, that got pushed to spring, didn't it? I'm, I'm I'm desperately looking at release lists here. Yeah, so I don't know. It's hard. It, it, hard, it sounds kind of hard to get excited about video games this holiday. Like what you know, Call of Duty, whatever. I'll play the campaign for whatever the five hours it takes, and then move on to the next thing. Did you? I, I mean, we've already seen a lot of good stuff. Shadows of Mordor was awesome. Oh, so the two games I'm at, yeah. So the two games that I haven't yet played, but I've got installed and most I'm excited to play are Shadow of Mordor and Alien Isolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's let's um, hit the last couple of small news stories. Um, I'll keep looking at at uh, PS4 releases for the rest of the year. Um, I don't know how that happened, but uh, Xbox X Wing and Tie Fighter released on Good Old Games. Yeah, on now talking about Tuesday. games you can get excited Fuck about. Yes, yes. And, and they're the 1998 
I think they're remasters. updates to the 1998 yeah. remasters that are designed yeah. to work on like modern PCs the CD, reasonably well. The CD-ROM versions with oh all, the, all the extras. Audio and stuff. I can't, I can't even tell you how many fond memories I have of playing those X-Wing and TIE That's why I'm afraid to go. I don't think I want to so go back and play. The thing that, you worried that the nostalgia won't hold yeah. up? The I, thing, I'd rather go to Elite. So the thing I read from yeah. the people who got to play the early releases, the early access to these, said that the mission design on most of those campaigns is good enough that you don't care that it's ancient-looking graphics. They were great games, TIE Fighter in particular. I think oh I'm God. right in saying that before Half-Life, it was the we we had on PC yes. game where you had it rated as the number one PC game of all time. Yes, in the pre-Half-Life era, I can see that. I mean, that game, that TIE game Fighter was special edition. But can you imagine now if they brought back an X-Wing TIE Fighter game like with Elite Dangerous Star Citizen level oh graphics? God. That would just be incredible. No, they, they're never going to do it because it's not going to be mass market enough for a Star Wars game. I played the uh, the Star Wars Battle Pod, the arcade, the new arcade machine. What, what is the Star Wars Battle Pod? So it's a new arcade cabinet. that I think it's Bandai have done it. Uh-huh. Uh, and they just announced it at New York Comic Con. Uh, and I got to play it. And it's like a, you know, it's a big sit-in uh, cabinet and you get to do you know you've got your thruster and your throttle and your mm-hmm. joystick and stuff and it you you get to do all the uh battles you get to do Hoth and endor and the battle of yavin and wow. the speed of light chase and all kinds of cool stuff the latest arcade stuff is crazy have you seen the new batman game is there an, is there a, a new batmobile arcade batman. batmobile game. oh really it's a daily wow. city actually like a batmobile that you sit in yeah and you sit oh no it's a third person perspective okay but it's every single Batmobile you can think of. I kind of want like I kind of want to sit in the Batmobile, like, like the Penguin in, Bat- in Batman Returns. Yeah, you want a miniature Bat- Batmobile that yeah. you can rock in. Yeah, I want to, I want to be like Commissioner Gordon in uh, Batman Begins, oh. like get sucked into the Batmobile. Yeah, that'd be nice. Little Big Planet three. That's yeah. You're not you're not really lighting my fire with any of this stuff. Um, when I go on when I go on Xbox One, ninety percent of the people on my friends list it says either watching TV or play or watching Netflix. Well, it's because my wife is always on uh, watching TV. If you see, if it says somebody's watching TV, probably Gina. Yeah, but so, I'm, so I'm, so saying maybe, like, I'm saying it's a lot of people that do that. Microsoft has succeeded in being the all-in-one living room entertainment device. Yeah, they got the thing they wanted just in time to not ever sell games. Um, I don't know. It's a weird. It's a weird product. Like that, all that TV stuff. I actually like the voice stuff. Bloodborne is the is the exclusive, and I think that's not until next year. Uh, isn't like the the order supposed to be? Oh, the, the big order game? is the big game, but that also got delayed but, until next year. I think. Right, so they don't really have like a flagship. Well, Infamous Second Son came out earlier this year. Yeah, but that, yeah, that but was that's like, just like a mini, isn't it? I don't even know. That was a big game, but it was, Minecraft. They don't need any other games. That's all the game you need. Yeah, just play, keep playing Minecraft. It's kids. a Microsoft game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh right, I forgot they got about. Oh, uh, Far Cry Four, but that's a multi-platform. Um, Let's talk about Marvel movies because I'm I didn't pay, I didn't see this biggest news, news biggest news all week. Yeah, just, Marvel really dropped the oh dropped the bomb today. Eight, you said new movies. Is this like a sinister eight? No, either eight or nine movies. Marvel had already laid out their plans for the next phase of movies to say you know the basically untitled Marvel movie on these yes. these different dates. Yes. So, but today they actually came out and announced what they all were going before to be. before we knew that you were working on Star Wars and when you were just saying, oh, I can't tell you what I'm working on. Yeah. We assumed it was either Star Wars or one of the third wave Marvel movies. Yeah, because you knew it was something really big, even though I couldn't tell you what it was. Yeah, like how many was, how many really big things are there left? I, we just assumed that the only person you were afraid of enough to you know keep it as close as you were, yeah. aggressively close. Yeah, was Disney. Right. So and Disney, it had to be Disney or Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, Marvel or Star Wars. Yeah. Or Frozen 2. Because Disney owns Marvel and Star Wars and pretty much everything. Yeah. Now. 
Okay, so what are the movies? Norm? So they so, what, ha- what happens with Marvel? They, they announce their movies in phases, right? Phase one was Iron Man, uh, Thor, first Captain America, Captain America, first Avenger, yeah. all out to Avengers one. Right. Then they announced Phase two, which is basically done because Avengers two comes out next year. I think technically Ant Man is in is technically phase, phase two. two yeah because that also comes out next year but, but it's that, not is really that right. is that before the avengers or after but the then avengers? for phase two you got dark world thor captain america, uh, captain the winter, america soldier. winter soldier which is by the way i just watched that again such a good movie <sighs> fantastic movie the, i think it's, i think it might actually be my favorite marvel film it's it's it, it's worth it, would be, it would so be, good it would be i really like the avengers fine. but it's I really like the good. avengers i like guardians of the galaxy I like but guardians i think if galaxy i really had to pick one it would be winter soldier so Probably. Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy, two, obviously was Phase Iron Two, Iron Man Three, Iron Man Three, and and, and then that's and then, and then Avengers Two will complete complete phase two. that. And if you talk, talk about all those, the big three movies, because you didn't have a Hulk movie, you have Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. Those yeah. are the three kind of movies. It was like you get the the sequels, and then like a near weird new project, which is Guardians. Right. Phase Three is a half and half mix. Actually, more new properties than before. Well, then yeah. you still have Thor Three and Captain America Three, so right? You have yeah. in so terms get, of the sequels, right? You have Captain America 3, which yep. is actually called Civil War. It is. Captain America 3, Civil War. So this is, this is Tony Stark's the bad guy then. Yeah. Yes. So they paid Robert Downey Jr. a huge amount of money to be Iron Man. And this is what you basically get instead of Iron Man 4. Because that's the big news. No Iron Man 4. And is, no Black Widow, which a lot of people were kind of No Black Widow, no Iron Man 4. You get Cap 3, which is going to be the big domestic you know, Avengers spiritual successor because you have Iron Man you have Captain America you I think you're going to have Black Widow and this is based well. on the, the Civil War comic storyline where they all kind of are pitched against which, the other, sides. Right? which was big even I, bigger than the comic book line Age of Ultron which the name is inspired from the new movie I, right. for what it's worth I like Hawkeye and Black Widow as the through lines through the other movies like as the connecting tissue yeah for I mean Black Widow is one of the better things about when a Captain soldier America, she has yeah. a great a great part in it yeah and she's she's in a little bit of uh, the Iron Man stuff, so no Iron Man four. You right. have Thor Ragnarok, which is a you know that means stuff's going to end. Yeah, it's and a, that's the death of all the Asgardian gods, which is at the end of Thor two. If you haven't seen it, sorry spoilers. Um, <laughs> shit happens, right? So they're going to end the Thor storyline with that. Yep. Cap is going to... I think he's going to probably die at the end of uh, his movie. Right. And they'll replace him with a new Captain America. Because you need both the Civil War storyline, which they need to not only build up, but conclude in that movie, and also finish the Winter Soldier storyline, right. which is the re- return of redemption of Bar- Bucky right. Barnes. Because in the comics chronology, Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier... Becomes, becomes the new America. Captain America, America gonna, right? They've, yes. been, they've not been afraid to step away from what happened in the comics up until this point, but right? But it makes so much sense. You, Sebastian Stan, who were actually, the actor who plays Bucky Barnes, auditioned for Captain America, uh, the, the role. Uh-huh. He, um, I think they have him like a nine-movie deal or something. He's cheaper to, do, to get than, than Chris Evans, Chris Evans, who now has, uh, wants to direct and you know, maybe only cameo appearances. He'll do Cap 3. Right. I think they'll kill him at the end of Cap 3. Uh, Tony Stark will go into isolation. He'll be devastated because you know, that totally makes sense. Uh, Bucky Barnes will take on the mantle. And then here are some new movies. You have Doctor Strange. Yeah, we knew about that Featuring one. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. That is not confirmed. Um, okay. D- deadline. My friend uh, John Spates is right in that movie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Oh, first, fantastic. First pass on Prometheus, among other things. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Better Cumberbatch rumored to be already in talks for that. Uh, you have Black Panther. Really? Which is... Um, which everyone speculated on based on the Avengers 2 trailer. In one scene in the Avengers 2 trailer, you saw Andy Serkis 
uh, just his face, not doing character mocap. And Andy Serkis announced earlier this year that he would be in Avengers 2. And the character that people speculated he would play is called uh, Claw, K-L-A-W, which is a villain in the Black Panther universe. Oh, okay. So they're thinking So this will tee up Black Panther. Avengers 2 will tee up Black Panther. And they announced the actor who's going to play Black Panther. What? Did they? Yeah, Chad Bozeman. Who's that? Uh, he played Jackie Robinson in the movie 42. Oh, oh really? Fantastic. So he's going to be... They brought him out on stage. He's going to be Black Panther. That is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be epic. Um... And I think Avengers 2, uh, Tony and I actually did a, uh, a, a podcast where we speculate on everything based on that trailer in Avengers 2. There are scenes where Ultron is in a mine, or it looks like a, some kind of construction factory, and uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver behind him. Tony Guerrero of ComicVine.com. Of ComicVine.com, that's right. Uh, old coworker. And we, we're speculating that's the Wakanda angle. Wakanda is the country in the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe, which Black Panther is the, um, is the leader of. Right, and so is that where the adamantium comes from? Is where the vibranium, vibranium comes from. Comes so one from, thing, because okay. uh, one thing that the Marvel movies have always have established a pattern of doing now is kind of teeing up the next characters mm-hmm. in little yeah, yeah, moments. Yeah. Like I mean, they mentioned Doctor Strange in Winter Soldier, and you saw the Captain America shield for the first time in I think Iron Man Two. Yes, right. Well, and we saw the shield smashed. In the trailer for Ultron. Yeah, Age so of Ultron. What, what could possibly destroy vibranium? Something very bad, I suppose. Well, probably. Well, Norm I think, knows I, the list. I think that what's going to happen is that um, Cap's shield is broken because it's not the unbreakable shield that we know from uh, the comic book. It gets broken in Avengers 2, and then he gets, after that, the unbreakable shield. I thought, but didn't they already they establish said, that he had the vibranium he's shield? He's a high-impact vibranium shield, but it's not the adamantium vibranium that is in the comic books. There have been, like, been multiple shields. The over real, the, years. The, the, the canonical wow. Captain America shield is a vibranium adamantium alloy combination. Oh, so he'll so so Maybe he'll probably he get a shield the, upgrade. Gets a who shield made upgrade. that, Norm? I don't know who made it. Oh, it wasn't Tony Stark's father. Um, and then, in addition to Black Panther, you also have Captain Marvel. Which right. What's from Captain a Marvel? from a populist angle? You get double confusion because if you don't know comics at all, you think Shazam. No, you think Marvel comics. So this is. Captain of the Marvel Universe. Yes, this is be Marvel, Marvel's Captain Marvel. Marvel's Captain. There's already a Captain America, and then there's a Marvel. These are Marvel movies, and it's Captain Marvel now. But Captain Marvel is a character that's been in the Marvel Universe that's right. for a long time. And then if you do know comics, you're actually probably more familiar with DC Comics Captain Marvel, which they announced on their slate, the Shazam movie. That, um, that So there's going to be two Captain So Marvels. there will be two Captain Marvels. They had. they had... I thought that Mar- that they couldn't call Shazam they couldn't because Captain of Miracle Marvel. Man because of the the legal stuff, and so I can't wait till 2017 when that's coming out, when all the entertainment publications are going to talk about rebring up that lawsuit and talk about why DC cannot use the Captain Marvel name in the Shazam movie, which Black Adam is played by The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. This is I'm so confused at this point, and why yeah. Marvel's Captain Marvel is actually not the Captain Marvel that was in the 90s comic, which was a Cree warrior on earth but actually carol danvers who the ms marvel the new captain marvel see this is why i don't really i just watch the movies because i feel like the comics are just a black hole of i feel like how are you supposed to keep all this stuff straight i feel like the movies are a chance for people who are sane to come back and make it all make sense the the takeaway the dummies guide to the comics yeah the takeaway for the captain marvel movie coming out in the marvel cinematic universe is that it will be the first marvel movie with the female lead guardians 2 right uh, it, a female, was that in the Guardians no, 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 2? Guardians, Guardians 2 was also yes. in the mix. In the mix. That, that, that had already been announced with a yep. date and everything. Yep. They were just kind of saying where it all fits So in. Captain uh, Marvel will have a female lead. It is a military officer, Carol Danvers, probably work, you know, in that universe. Works for and what, what are her powers? And she, um, she well... 
I'm not going to talk about her powers as introduced in the comic books. Are they sexist in some way? No, well, I mean, like, what's it, her, what's her, what's her, what's her thing? And, uh, she has super, uh, super strength, flight, and she's basically like Superman. Um, How does she acquire these powers? Oh she's boy, Kryptonian? <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> um, Crossover. Oh boy, you mean look it up? You might have to look it up. Uh, it's different wow. in the Ultimate Universe and in the Marvel Six One Six Universe. Which one should um, I look up? You should look up this, the Six One Six One Six Universe. Wow, I just I'm I'm, I'm, always, I'm sorry I asked. Um, so I, I look, of course, Ant Man is the, the, the end of Phase Two, right? That'll be coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then is there anything else? What did we miss? Oh, oh, and the big thing is oh, no brainer. Avengers three. Avengers three. Two movies. Infinity War. Oh, of course in- they're gonna make it two fucking movies. Two movies back to back years. When you when you've got something that prints money, yeah. why why, why, not? why stop Multiply printing the money? Oh yeah. my god, this is like the biggest no brainer that no one even thought to expect. I don't think they expected that they would announce this far out that this is you know before Avengers two is even yeah. in theaters. That Avengers three, Avengers three is going to be a thing, and the name of it, Infinity War, Infinity War. So there you go. So this will be finally all the Infinity uh, uh, gems will will come together. Yes, yes. And so you have an Infinity Gem. And presumably the they'll, yeah. they'll fight Thanos, who finally yeah. is going to do something other than just sit in a big chair and, yes. and, 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 and cackle. Smile. Yeah. Right. Um, so Guardians of the Galaxy is a space movie. Captain Marvel, probably a space movie, because that will have ties to the, that Kree race. Right. Um, which were the... Uh, they were in the, the... The Ronin character was a Kree. Right. Uh, in Guardians 1. Um, have we covered all of them now? Did we miss I think any? that's it. That was it, right? That's yeah. a lot of movies. That is, But no Iron Man 4. I don't think anybody would be surprised by that. At this point, I mean, once once it once it became known that he was going to be the the villain, they were going to do Civil War, and he was going to be the villain in Captain America Four, essentially, most likely. Why do like who wants to watch a a movie where where Tony Stark is the bad guy? I think what's going to happen that could be I don't know who knows that. I mean, I would watch that movie. The fact that they're going to have you know essentially five hours of Avengers three lets you tell a. Big story with it's interesting now character. that they've actually announced them all, and you can see what they're doing and also what they're not doing. Do you think it's interesting that they that they won't give Hulk his own movie? It seems like that's like that he's like the one key member of the they've, Avengers. They've, done, that they they've tried two, and I they know, both but under, they've, never, they've never really done it like fully, you know, in this yeah. era of you know. I was surprised Marvel they didn't movies. announce Planet Hulk. I think that would be a surprise. Does that, that, that give away Planet War? Hulk is kind of crazy though? Like they send Planet off to that another planet, awesome. right? Well, that would be awesome. It's that, a different that's genre. John Carter of Mars. Yeah, that's John Carter of Hulk. I, I don't know if people want to see that. They tried. I mean, they look at Guardians of the Galaxy. It's not a superhero movie. It's a it's a Han Solo the movie, right? Right. Maybe they already have their space movies. And uh, uh, they maybe. did say that the lineup of the Avengers will be by the time this is all said and done, the lineup will have changed. Yes, right. It'll be a different. So, so uh, I don't know exactly what that means. I mean, it's, it means that at the end of Cap Three, Cap's dead. Right, so you have a different cap. Right, Iron Man goes away. I think at the end of Cap, I'm speculating that he, you know, devastated whatever. You have Captain Marvel. You have Black Panther. You, um, you have, you know, maybe not Thor, but you have a new Captain America. You have Doctor Strange, and then Dick Fury just brings a new team of people together. New I'm very, I, I, you know, I, I must admit, I do unapologetically enjoy all of these Marvel movies. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I loved Avengers. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I really, really love Winter Soldier. Even when they're not so hot, they're still pretty good. Like even yeah. Iron Man Two, which was I think probably I didn't the care low for point. Iron Maybe Man three. Two. I didn't care for Iron Man Three. If I'm being honest, I um, think Iron Man Three. We were both not in a great mental space we didn't, to enjoy we, we the didn't, movie. We didn't see it in the best yeah. conditions, as I recall. We were doing like the bad babysitting swap that was yeah. we didn't really work out. 
Um, but I mean, their their batting average is is better than most, and the the whole kind of cinematic world building thing is very impressive. Well, and the fact that Cap Three is going to be likely as big in scope and make as much. Money I was as amazed Avengers. at how big Cap Two was. I mean, that looked like as big as in terms of the set pieces and the special effects. I mean, it was as big as the Avengers. It Cap Two, like. well. And it was a really well-constructed movie. I yeah, mean, it was great. It, it moves wonderfully. Yeah, I guess, like I said, since it came out on Blu-ray, I uh, took the opportunity to kind of watch it again and like kind of studied a little bit. I was just really impressed in how well-structured it is. The action sequences are just superbly done. Just really great movie. Um, I, I, I mean, the thing that I really liked about this last, the last summer's movies is that they, you know, they did the thing you expect with Iron Man 3. They made an, an Iron Man-ass Iron Man movie. And then Thor... Hold on, did Thor come out? Thor was last year. Or was Thor in like March? Did all these movies come out this year? No, Thor, last was, year. Thor was last Thor year. Thor was last year. So so Captain America was was like they, they did they did right by Captain America in the modern age. And then they did something completely different with Guardians of the Galaxy, and all three were good. Do you think there's a, a worry of, of oversaturation? I, I wonder. No. Nope. Like, I, I think at some point, I mean Everything. You, I mean, you're, not, you're not a just, student of Hollywood, just, Gary. Not just, not just Marvel, but then you put all yeah. the DC stuff on top of it. It's going to be like a, a different superhero movie every other month. It's two two a year for Marvel. They've done that for the past three a year for right, Marvel. Right, but but DC has laid out a schedule which is just as aggressive. Right, like ten movies over the next. Uh, Who knows how well those do? Five people, years people or whatever. I think Marvel, the brand, is strong enough now that kids know. They know the Marvel. They know what's. It does. Be a Marvel it kind movie. of feels a little bit to me like the gap, and you know, because there is this kind of like Pepsi and Coke war going on between yeah. DC and Marvel. And it feels like DC is really they're struggling to kind of main to, to establish themselves in the way that Marvel yeah. has. And Sony wants to do the same thing uh, well, with, uh, with uh, Spider Man as their anchor. So, right. so that's the other question: is what can they, you know, can the legal hurdles between Sony and Fox and Marvel nope. be closed to the point that that we'll ever see Wolverine in, a, in an Avengers movie? Not before twenty twenty. Is that when that stuff expires? No, that's when I think this, the current slate is done. The stories uh, are yeah. Not even the, not even the, the 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 world's superheroes' mightiest powers can defeat no, legal red one tape. One lawyer. Yeah. Um, I I have to wonder. <laughs> well, the Spider-Man movies do pretty well, right? Well, the no, last, last one I think one. was oh, really? not what they wanted it to be. Yeah. Oh, so maybe maybe you know maybe failure in a critical and commercial sense. But this, the, the, I mean, what Marvel has done is certainly kind of not just with with what DC's trying to do now, but a lot of studios are now announcing these plans to do like, oh, it's a universe, and all these <laughs> movies are going to interconnect, and that's the trend. That's, that's out like of this the new is that's, be a disaster. That's, that's, yeah, I don't know how Fox which ones of those it? are going to be successful or not, but Sony. As Norm says, he's definitely trying to do it, spinning out all these these different characters from the Spider-Man universe. Who, who Venom knows? and Sp- yep. Sinister Six and all that stuff. Yeah, yep. I um, I don't know. I I mean, I I wonder. Traditionally, when Hollywood has gotten into something at this level, then there has been a crash at some point in the future, right? Because people eventually get tired of whatever the thing is, whether it's eighties I mean, steroid you know, action uh, movies. It's or, weird on the on the Marvel side. I kind of feel like Guardians of the Galaxy was the one where a lot of people were were looking at it and going, Oh, this is it. Marvel's hubris has kind of taken them too far. But that only worked because it was spin, a phenomenal film. They think they can spin gold out of anything. Well yeah, but the reason it's a phenomenal film is that Marvel has become very good at knowing well, how to make those. Of course. They, I mean, they they know how to entertain audiences very well at this point. So as long as the existing crop of people remain there, everything's probably okay. Uh yeah, I would I would say so. Yeah. Um Hey, well, I guess that's fan, news. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I mean, I'll, I like those are. It's a. It, I don't get to see a lot of movies in theaters now, but I for those I usually trot out and and sneak into it like a. Late I night barely show. ever get to go to the movies anymore. Yeah, I know. I mean, the movie complex only works because people are willing to shell out ten dollars 
more than ten dollars plus like popcorn say, plus 15, parking plus all fifteen that stuff. to twenty dollars to for two and a half hours of enjoyment in a massive scale, and that scale worked because technology advanced at the pace where you know yeah it's like I said I try I don't really care about going to the movies so much anymore because I don't really like what the experience has become I think people don't respect the film but experience anymore. is what makes it Hollywood. but. You know, for something like Guardians of the Galaxy or mm-hmm. Interstellar or God Help Me when Batman versus Superman comes out, I'm going to go see those movies on the big screen because that's the way to do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's an experience you can't get at home like, even yeah. if you have your own theater. Like, even, even, even with, like, the big TV at home, unless you've really got, like, your own home theater that you've really maxed out. Projector. That, yeah, yeah, like a full-on projector theater, you can't really get that experience. And even then, you don't have the same tuning and the same calibration. And, no. Well, you can. And, and, but you can, you, sure. Then it gets exponentially expensive. But you also don't have the same, you don't have the, the, the communal effect of sitting in a theater and hearing everybody gasp at the same time. I don't care which about actually that. adds something For to me, it. the ultimate experience is, would, would be to sit in a, a, a big movie theater IMAX 3D. On, on my own yeah. and watch a film and not have to worry about anybody else. It's like when we watched a Lego movie. Yeah, that was brilliant. There was hardly anyone else there. there. Empty theater. Um, I don't know. Like when I saw Pacific Rim in the theater on IMAX and those robots were the size of a three-story building. Yeah. And then I took it home and looked at my large 58-inch TV. It was a completely different yeah, film. It's just, not, it's just not the same. Yeah. Uh, let's play some music and talk about, talk about what we've been testing. Hey, Norman Chan. Mm-hmm. Have you been testing Google's inbox? I have, and I, I did it for three days and then stopped using it. I have I stopped not, using it entirely. I did not like it. it no, not good? Um, it does not do what uh, I am not only accustomed to doing, but the way my brain likes to parse email. So what, what's, the, what's the gimmick? It works a lot like Mailbox or uh, if, you, if you ever use that for iOS. It's the idea that each email is kind of a task. that You slot emails into... At least this is what I took away from it, that you slot emails into roles and that when you're done with them, instead of archiving them, and putting them away, you just say, hey, I'm done with this. Is this an iOS app as well? It's iOS and Android. Oh, yeah. I haven't checked it out. Uh, it's invite only right now. Oh, OK. Um, but it also only works with with uh, Gmail proper, not Google Apps for your domain. So I like I don't use my Gmail account. I, I My dad emails my Gmail account and a few friends from college email me there. I don't really use that email, so it's a, a pretty low value. Um, when they flip it on for Google Apps for your domain, I'll probably try it again and see what I think. But right now, I'm kind of it, I, like I don't think it's going to manage high volume email use. Though is the larger problem. It sorts. Let's see. They sort everything using those same top level tabs that are in your Gmail. If you turn that on, it, so like purchases, social stuff. Uh, group, there's more groupings yeah. than that. It's more granular grouping and it tries to be smart um, about what it thinks those emails are about. And it does, like Google Now, highlight emails that it thinks, you know, from people you respond to a lot and mm-hmm. sends you only notifications for that. But I like seeing every email. It's it's bad about sending notifications, too, because I get notifications for spam all the damn time. The last notification I got was, I'll, I'll tell you, um, it was something idiotic. It was like, it was something that was obvious spam in a different language and the whole thing. Like that, I, my score, Will Smith exclamation point exclamation point your 2014 credit score may have updated view your score.com that sounds like something you definitely want push through to yeah why do screen. i want if, as soon as a mail client passes that through to me eh, you're done yeah all right um, so that's a flop what's what else uh i have the kindle voyage at home oh i am excited how is it i'm excited about that uh, I really, really like the form factor. So it's a smaller, if you if you haven't been paying attention, it is a slightly smaller uh, Kindle with a much higher resolution e-ink yeah. screen. Yeah. 
They've brought buttons back to the sides. I really want to see it. A forward. I didn't bring it in today. I'm sorry, but I'll come by the house sometime. Okay, and you can check it out. Uh, it has a forward and back button on each side of the yeah. screen. Yeah, still has the touch screen. Right. Uh, the big thing that I really like about it is that instead of being a recessed, slightly recessed screen like every previous one has, yeah, it's it's not quite exactly it's flush. Right. It's flush. It's smooth. Yeah. It's not really flat. There's still a little bit of a dip there. How is the re- how is the uh, the resolution though? Are we? Are you almost called it Retina, didn't well, you? Well, no, I was going to say resolution, but I was going to then say. Are you at like retina levels of, of fidelity I, yet with this? If screen? I hold them side by side, I can tell a difference. I don't. It's not as stunning a difference as a retina iOS device and a non-retina iOS. I, device. I stand by, and it's totally the the idea that they sold Kindles and made them a commodity item, mm-hmm. and they want to make they want fun reasons to sell people Kindles. And, and segment the market, and now it's a perfect product to segment the market. So People who have money to spend? This is the top end. The t- who want to buy the top end? I think the old Kindle is great and good enough. The paper old Paperwhite paper is amazing. Paper right. Great and good enough, but, but if you want something new and shiny, right. and, and you pay, you get what you pay for, here's you know spend the extra what one fifty, two hundred. It's two hundred bucks. Yeah. two hundred bucks versus one hundred and thirty. So it's like right. seven, it's a seventy dollar upsell. I. It, it, the the reason I disagree with that as a pre, as a premium argument is that if they really meant that they wouldn't sell the no ads version. It would just be get oh, this no, no, and no, it's no. a premium device. There's no ads. Mm, I don't think I think Amazon that's kind of is, not how Amazon works. That's I guess not how Amazon works. If Amazon was Apple, that's how it would work. But um, Amazon will. I I I really like it. It would be hard to go back at this point. It's a lot lighter. It's a lot thinner. Um, the buttons on the side, because of the thinness and the lack of bezel, are almost useless. You never uh. use them. You kind of have to press and squeeze. They, you press and squeeze, and then it gives you a little haptic feedback. It vibrates just a little tiny bit, and that's how you know you've turned the page. Okay. But the touch screen at this point is responsive enough and so fast that it's just much easier to just brush the screen. Right. Um, the other thing that they added is an automatic backlight, which is divine. Well, the Paperwhite has that. No. It doesn't have a light sensor, so it, you you set the backlight and then it stays there. Oh, so it this is light this, sensitive. This you touch a thing and it brightens when you're in a brighter room and darkens when oh, you're in a dark room. Oh, okay. And it seems to learn from your preferences over time because right. I like it really dark in a dark room right. and fairly bright in a bright room. Right, and it and it's, it's, goes there now automatically. That's cool. Um, I quite like it. I like. I don't know if you have a paper white already. I would not even consider spending money on it. Yeah. The buttons, if you think the buttons would be nice, they're not. Mm. Um, the extra weight isn't that big a deal. If they wanted to really segment the market and make something that lit people's, lit people's pants on fire, the thing to do is to make one that's waterproof, that you can take in the bathtub, and if you drop in the toilet, it's not the end of the world, see, that's all a, that that's stuff. another segment. That's next year. That's another product. Yeah. You get the high-end, you get the waterproof one, or you get the high-resolution one, and then maybe the year after that, it's both. It's the both. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I think you're right. I think they're looking at, at what yeah. the modern product spectrum looks like. And and they're trying to stretch out, so it's not just a seventy nine dollar device. Good across for Adam, the board. or good for Amazon that people aren't buying Apple product, Apple iPads here. I'm not. Probably. Uh, speaking of Apple iPads, I also have been testing the iPad Air too. It's really big. It's very thin. It's just like an iPad one. Is it noticeably thinner one. than the iPad Wear iPad ones Air? over there? I'm going to take it home tonight because I haven't had them side by side yet. But very, very much an incremental update, right? Um, oh no, no. Performance, performance wise, wise it's supposed is, to be much better. Oh. It, it's like. So previously, I've played. Oh, I'm XCOM. thinking of the mini, which they barely. The minis yeah, touch, don't right? touch the mini. Yeah, mini is not a good idea. Um, the the new mini. The new mini. mini. If you did, if you don't have a Retina mini and you want a Retina mini, that I would maybe buy the new one, but probably I'd buy the old one. Buy the old one. Um, the uh, the the 
it's fast enough that you can play XCOM and Civ Rev and those games without all the annoying waiting for like Civ Rev's fine because once you load into the map, there's no more load screens until you quit and come back in. XCOM was a little slow because every time you go on a mission, there's like a minute long load and that's almost gone now. Like it's super playable and really nice. And for me, the biggest thing would be Touch ID because I got to tell you, because I skipped the 5S and, and got Touch ID with the 6 that has become like my thing now. You remember how like when touchscreen came along and you started touching screens, expecting them to be responsive. Yeah. Now I'm constantly trying to turn my iPad on with my fingerprint, and I don't understand why. That it stops in work. like three months. Yeah, I just turned off passcode on my iPad. Uh, I can't easier. do that. No, I know. Um, I I uh, I really like the iPad Air. I like it's nice. It's bigger than I want for there a too. tablet. There too. Yeah. I can't um, go back to the screen resolution. And the iPad sales are kind of leveling off, mean? right? Because um, it seems like it. Because there's so many times you can you can sell people a new well, tablet. The thing about the thing about it is that it, I think they've realized that it's a it's a, a notebook type upgrade cycle, not a laptop, uh, not a phone type upgrade cycle where you upgrade every two. I years. think they're going to be even more disappointed this year because last year you were forced between two really good pro- two. There were two compelling products. two compelling yeah. products. If you want a, li- a significantly lighter iPad, or if you want the the best of all worlds but a smaller screen. You had options, and so people rushed out and bought one. And p- still, people bought fewer. And this year, they tried to make the choice easy for you and just make the great thing the iPad Air two, as opposed to the Mini three. And I think even fewer people are buying it this year. Mm. That's my prediction. I mean, I'm, not, none of us are going to buy it for personal use. No, no. I, I mean, I'm, and and the Air is really. Save that money for that Retina laptop. Save, touch it, save laptop it for your iWatch next, next year. That Retina Air is. I, I read an interesting story. I think it was on Oz. I'm not sure where, but it was. It was a little breakdown of why is that Apple can't yet make that work economically. Yeah. Um, Which one? The a Retina Air. You, yeah, MacBook Air. It would have oh. to be. I think it would be a new product line or a rapidly thinner. Yeah. Thinner. I mean, Mac they'll. Pro, I mean, Mac they'll Pro. figure it out eventually, and that will be very exciting. But it's going to be a while, I think. I still think they're going to uh, redo the industrial design on the on the iPad on the iMac next on the MacBook Airs next year. I think well, they'll have to because they do new, look. New design compared to the MacBook Pros, change. they look very old fashioned. Yes. Um, I still love my MacBook Air though. Pound for pound, I still think it's the best computer I own. Norm, you. I, so you, the Sears all came the other day. The Sears all. Uh, we ordered this a year and a half ago now, almost a year and three months, like last June. It was a Kickstarter. Or it was supposed to deliver it last June. Dece- this last December, that was announced. So it's supposed to deliver in June. It's delivered this past June. You saw it when you went to World Maker Fair, the year that I had to. I had a sick kid, which was last year. Okay, that seems like a long time ago. <laughs> time time distortion. Um, um, the Sears all arrived. Uh, this is a attachment for um, a torch that you put on top of a propane tank um, or a butane tank. Or you're supposed to use propane in this one um, to for for sous vide cooking. So when you do sous vide cooking, which we've done before on the show here, uh, you, which which is the process of thoroughly cooking your meats or vegetables in a vacuum sealed bag in water temperature water control temperature controlled water, uh, when you take that meat out, you can finish it with a blowtorch like a steak uh, to give it that crust. And to do that with a blowtorch sometimes gives it what people call a torch taste. Um, which is it's, it's a little bit of propane that sticks on the outside of the meat and doesn't because burn because of the temperature. It's not a good taste. And then also, it takes a long time to to evenly. The, there's not that much surface area yes. for the fire because uh, it's a pinpoint where the it's, hottest point is. It's it, it's much more effective to just take the burner cover off of your off of your not not the thing that keeps the fire in the in the hole, but just take the grate off of your stove, turn it up full blast, and hold the meat over with a pair of tongs. Wow. Like that's way faster. Um, 
And However, so this is a device that you can attach on the top of the torch, which increases the surface area, it, and it's like a ceramic plate on the inside, I suppose. And you can use it to make grilled cheese sandwiches. You can use it to reheat your pizzas, and you can use it to. So finish. you just basically blowtorch all your food now. Yeah. You can you can uh, you can probably make a hell of a cooked uh, like a baked Alaska or something like that with it. Yeah. Grill a banana. Very hot. Like well, I would imagine how, how it's basically a portable broiler. What 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 else do you need? To, did you have to buy a special blowtorch for it? Uh, whatever blowtorch. The there are two supported blowtorches: the, the TS eight thousand and four thousand. So one of the things I found when I was using propane torches to sear steaks early on in my sous vide experiments was that it was really easy to tip over, tip the thing over too far, and put out the fire because the liquid would hit the fire and the and it would choke out the fire. Doesn't happen with this? Doesn't happen at all. Okay. Yeah. No propane taste? No propane taste. Were you sensitive to it before? Yes. Okay. Easily taste it. It does get very hot and very red. And also, uh, it is ergonomically not very comfortable Because it's a fat tank. Because it's very heavy to hold hold the tank upside down with another bulbous thing on the top of it. Can you put it on a... So one of the things you can also buy is is a handle for the propane burner it's a little hose so then you would hold the hose instead of the tank i would not do that okay i would not i was gonna say i wonder if that's something that they discourage or encourage no um purely a novelty kitchen gadget for for sous vide guys i bought something with apple pay oh you did hold on it's right over here have you used Apple Pay yet, Gary? No, I haven't had a chance to to use it, but I did set it up so like my credit cards are all are all with it. It's, I'm, I'm ready to buy something. What right bought here. a binder? I bought a binder, a sharpie, some mechanical pencils, and notepads. Did you, you use them, Gary? Do you buy that from Staples? I bought it from Office Depot. Oh, okay. We didn't talk about this like in at the, news. the at the store. At the store. So you did like kind of the NFC bumped, touch. I, thing. I went. You touch the top of your phone, and then your credit card is there, and it says right. press your thumb to pay. And I pressed my thumb to pay, and then it didn't work, so I had to do it twice. Okay, it was it wasn't. I, what what was the experience with the uh, the checkout clerk? Um, he said, "Hey, can you do that again? Can you bounce 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 your card again?" It didn't work the first time. He didn't even know. He didn't even know that I used my phone. What do you so what do you, you, you think about? He thought I was bumping a card with the NFC thing. What do you think about CVS and Target and some of these other retailers trying to trying to stop it? I think this is going to work itself out over time. <laughs> Because it's not like Apple's gonna. I mean, why not? Allow why not on get on board ecosystem? Because everybody wants to. Everybody wants the two percent that the credit card companies charge back. So the, the I know, but they want the, the more that. that you kind of split it up with all these proprietary systems, like it's much better to just be you know on the winning team. Surely, <laughs> I think. I think if well, how much money? I'm not wearing pinstripes. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What do you think? Two percent of Walmart's gross revenue is? Well, I imagine it's it's quite a lot, but you're not going to get any of it if you come up with some stupid Walmart doohickey dongle that I'm not going to want to use. I well, you don't shop at Walmart. If, well, anyway. if you're Walmart, you're probably big enough to get away with it. I don't know how many other retailers. There, so that. Walmart is the leader of the consortium that includes CVS. Like and if, the other like if I like Apple Pay and CVS says, "Well, we're not using," I'll just go across the street to Walgreens and Walgreens will get my money. They turned off Apple Pay at. Um, they turned off Google Google Play Pay as well. Google's version of Apple. Pay right. Pay. They don't like anyone else. No. Have you it ever just, bought anything with an NFC chip, Norm? Nope. I never bought anything with that. Is it, is it, do they make it easy to set up on Android? Is it something they ever prompt you to it's do? Done with, it does never prompt me to do, but you can set up with Google Wallet. Mm, interesting. I put my, the, the process of scanning in all my credit cards and stuff was really easy. I, I like that. Took a, well, yeah. One of mine was already in. I took a picture of the other. It takes a picture of your card and it's all done, basically. Um, 
And even if I don't use it very much, like in stores, I think it's going to take a while for like the penetration to really kind of happen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just, you know, for online stuff, just, I'm so sick of typing in my password, just hitting the touch ID is going to be great. So I, um, I noticed something with iOS eight the other day when I was testing the iPad air two that I wanted to make sure I mentioned, you know how when iOS seven came out and iOS six and they kept adding new features and we always bitched that normal people are never going to find them because they don't, they don't like, they don't tell you that you can double press the home button to open up the task switcher. A lot of the, a lot of the coolest features typically in an operating system, whether it be iOS or Yosemite or whatever, are or often, you often don't, well, less so, but yeah. Um, Grognards only. Are, are often only discovered, uh, they're, they're kind of very deep little features that are very cool and might be your favorite feature, but you wouldn't necessarily find them if you hadn't read some guide that would tell you like, here are the top 10 coolest things in iOS 8 that you didn't know you could do so, or whatever. So one of the things that I've noticed with iOS 8, because I set up the, the iPad Air 2 as a blank device, brand new, uh, and I've been, I hooked up to my Apple ID, but it's, it's been giving me, well, it pops up the tips, which are a push notification and are lame. Yeah. The tips are actually kind of good and actually show stuff that's new and it does one a day. Uh, it also, I noticed has done things like when the first time I used Siri on it or the third or fourth time I used Siri on it, the first time I used it one day, it popped up and said, Hey, do you know that if you say, Hey Siri, Hey Siri has special powers, say, Hey Siri now, and we'll teach you how it works. Um, and it explains the whole when your phone or device is plugged in. If you say, hey, Siri, it 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 turns on. Oh, kind of like Google. What, what was it when you could say, OK, Google? Yeah. Like when you say, OK, Google. Wait. So or, if I say, hey, okay, Siri, Google. my phone will turn or, on? Uh, hello, computer. Computer. Nope. nope. Oh, he's nice changed try. it on that moto. So wait, if I say. If it's hey, plugged into power. Oh, it has to be plugged into power. So if it's on your nightstand right. and you say, hey, Siri, what's the weather going to be today? The phone says the weather in San Francisco really? today is going to be fifty-five degrees Fahrenheit. I will. I will have to. Uh, I will have to try that. So it it prompted me that hey, I had a once it knew I used Siri. Like I said, the third or fourth time I did it, it, it just said, "Oh, by the way, Will, uh, there's some shit I can do that if you didn't know about, it's kind of neat." Say hey Siri to learn more. That's cool. Like they're exposing, they're doing better about exposing new features right. to normal. Because usually you would have to go to one of those. Yeah, if guides. you don't read Lifehacker or Tester yeah. or something like that, then you're never going to find that shit. My out. favorite new feature is the continuity thing. Where like the other day, my I was sitting my my. Does my, it work my, on anything that you use? Um, well, so here's the thing. I was iMessage. Sitting, yeah, it works on everything. Well, it works on iMessage and Safari, which I, I don't use. No, it's the phone thing. I was oh, sitting oh, oh, at oh. my uh, desk working on my Mac mm-hmm. and my phone was somewhere else in the house. I honestly couldn't even tell you where it was. I yep. put it down somewhere and forgot the about baby it. Baby probably had it. And the phone rang, but it, the call came through on my Mac and yes. I was able to answer the call on my Mac and it's being relayed through the phone and it uses the Mac speaker phone. And that was totally cool. And I can also make calls through the con through my, you know, address book or whatever. And it'll route that call to the phone and make the call. It's great. That stuff works really well. I love when I'm on iMessage on the phone and I come back to my Mac and the little iMessage thing is off on the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish that stuff like like more third party stuff supported. I'm sure that'll come in time. Yeah, but I wish that like Evernote supported that. I feel and, like and the, the, like the that. that integration that the, you're only now seeing with the Yosemite and iOS eight has been the kind of the promise of just buying into the whole ecosystem. Whether it be you know, well, that that's what they should have been doing for years. Microsoft, yeah, but they yeah, they, but they're finally now you're we're finally now kind of start to see the fruits of it. it. Took a long time, but we're getting there. Baby steps. Gross profit for uh, Walmart, $118.22 billion. So 2% probably matters to them, mm. I would think. Um, anything else you've been testing, Norm? That's it? That's it. Let's, uh, let me see where we're at with time. 
Oh, I don't think we're going to hit 24 hours, guys. We're going to take one yeah, or two come up questions. A little bit short. And then, yeah, I gotta, I gotta move it along. So let's. Okay, here we go. Well, but we do the other one. Emails. You know, we don't do emails. We do emails. No, 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 no. Questions. Boom. If you have a question for this, is only test email addresses. Podcast at test. Keep, keep your questions, you know, topical and relevant. Our first question comes to us from Gareth Walsh. Gareth Walsh. He says, hey, guys, love the site and the podcast. I have a lot of TV shows and movies on external hard drives. What is the best solution to allow me to stream this content to an iPad, an Android phone, a MacBook, a Windows laptop, a TV? Is there one? P.S. I'm moving to San Francisco from Australia soon. Thanks for the show. Um, Plex. The thing you want is Plex. And you have to pay for the Plex Pass to get the apps or buy the apps, depending on which app store you're on. Um, to do the TV, you'll want either a Chromecast or I think probably a Roku 3 is the best Plex client I've used lately. Um, but that will do everything you want. You'll need to hook all the hard drives into one computer, run the Plex server on them, log into the Plex server with your Plex account, and then download the apps, and you should be good to go. And you can do it in or out of the house. Um, and our next question comes from Kyle. Kyle says, hey, guys, I'm about to dump my iPhone 5S and pick up, pick up a used Android to save on my monthly phone bill. I want to pick up a used phone for 100 to $200, but I'm unsure where to start. I'm unfamiliar with Android, but it's been a few years. Norm, what should I buy? He needs it to run on T-Mobile LTE. Nexus 5 is totally good right now. Nexus 5 is the way to go, and, and you can run CyanogenMod if you want, mm-hmm. but you also get stock Android with that, so you're good either way. Uh, he also wants us to give a high five to each other three-way if we can swing it. I'm not doing that. Don't leave I will me not be participating. Don't, don't leave me hanging. I'm going to leave you hanging. Don't leave me. Ha- I'm just going to sit here with my hand up in the, that, the whole then, rest of the show. That's, that, that's the way it's going to be. We answered the first guy's question, or at least you did. That's, that's Kyle, better than average. Kyle wanted <laughs> a high five. Yeah. That's all he asks. Was a three-way high five. Yeah. Norm has to put his hand up in the air. Yeah. And you have to put your hand up in the air. It's all, it's all it takes. I, I mean, I, I, Haven't I, you ever I, heard about yes and? I don't, I don't hey, see. Hey, give me a high five. Yes I, and? What? You, yes and. I don't understand you, you what you're You don't you're ever saying. say no. That's the rule. But Norm's not doing it either. Well. <laughs> is that, is that, is that no, right? Is that no, how you do a high five? You get, what is oh that? Oh my God, you guys. This is the worst audio bit ever. My, hand, my left hand's in the air. Norm's left hand's in the air. Gary's left hand's in the air. There are no fives being hide. Highs being five. I'm missing a Giants game for this. Oh, my gentle Jesus. Giants are down 7 0. Are you are fucking they really? kidding? Oh, that's bad. Second inning. Third inning now. That was a hell of a first two innings. Man, this series has just been back and forth like crazy. It's game seven, man. It's all going to come down to that. Like, so like it's going to go to. This will go to so we'll go to game seven, right? I don't know. No, we'll they see. can still come back. I mean, they ran, scored seven runs two nights ago in an inning and a half. Wait, so what's the. the it's 3 2 Giants, right? The series score at the moment? Yes. Correct. So this, will, this would make this will it. Tie it. If this, make it 3 3. That would push it to game, game seven, seven, baby. Yes. That's the way it's got to be. I'll come to your house. Um, and then a lot of people wrote in last week to tell us that BitTorrent Sync does do the thing that we talked about that lets you sync two, two folders on two computers without using the cloud. Okay. I'm just, I'm just leaving it here. You just leave it there. I'm telling you. That's, nothing's uh, going to happen. Fuckers. Gary Witta, people can find you on Twitter at, at Gary Witta. Is that yes, right? Any place Gar- else yes. where uh, they can find your musings? I guess I'm on Facebook. You post a shitload on Facebook. Or maybe I just I, don't ever follow anybody I post on, on Facebook. Facebook. I post on Twitter. I'm just getting um, really tired up here. Yeah. Really tired. Yeah, I, 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 don't know what you, I don't know what you want me to do. I, I can't put it down until somebody gives me a high five. No, I'm just, just put him out of his misery. I have to give Will the high five? Well, you're closest, you're closest to him. It, it makes oh, logical sense. 
there you, you go. That was like the most. That was like the most. <laughs> got a I don't want to do it. Half, high five I've ever <laughs> a seen. Sad high five. Um, that was very poor. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I almost should put it back up. Oh fuck. Oh no, we're good. Um, I thought I stopped recording because we got to the. Anyway, I'm not even gonna get into it. Um, Wait, Norman Chan, you're at N Chan on Twitter. Yep. You stopped recording? No, no, no. no, no. no. I thought I did uh, because I caught up with where it started when, when we were doing the practice while we were trying to figure out what that audio problem just, was. Just like old times. It is really. <laughs> we're bringing this home in a big way. Uh, thank you for coming by, Mr. Witta. I'm, I was, I'm happy to, to do it. Like I said, just like just feels like I was barely Never left. Away. Yeah. Never left. Yeah. Um, we will be back next week with another episode of This Is Only Test. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, lots of new videos coming from the new set soon. Uh, anything you want to plug, Norm? No, that's it. Uh, check out uh, Twilight's Halloween. There's a new episode of Creature Geek. Oh, right. We have new podcasts. Uh, Creature Geek, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, a bunch of dads. Creature Geek is Frank Ippolito and Len Peralta uh, talking about special effects makeup. It's a fabulous podcast. There should be three episodes up by tomorrow. Uh, I highly recommend that you give it a listen. It's really good. It posts every other Friday usually, but they did a special Halloween episode this week. Um, and then we have separate feeds for Mr. and Mrs. Smith and a bunch of dads. So I know a bunch of people didn't like having those in the regular. This is only a test feed. Now they have their own feeds. Uh, and both of those will be on iTunes soon. We're having a contest for people to submit art for a bunch of dads and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So if you would like to be entered in that, we've only got a handful of entries so far. Uh, the best ones, the ones that we end up choosing, will each get a T-shirt of my choosing from our pile. Uh, so if you want to enter that, send the send your art to podcasttest.com with the name of the podcast as the subject line, followed by the word art, A-R-T, and I'll pick the best one arbitrarily using my design judgment and criteria and send a T-shirt to the person who sends the best ones in. So that'll do it for us this week. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, today's outro. Today's outro comes from someone that you met at the live show. Oh, really? It's Deck of Many Things, a.k.a. Matt Miller, who had oh, yeah, a I, dope T-shirt. Yeah, he was a cool guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. We, we and he did this outro? Site. He made this outro. Oh, that's right. So uh, here we go. Hi there. I didn't see you. Passed it. I want the poo in the toilet, and they're, they should be next to each other, because you're going to want the poo in the toilet together. That's it. I don't remember what that was from. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. What is that, like a Halloween thing? Yes. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that's horrible. Turn it off. Now it's you, Gary. I feel like I'm making a ransom call or something. I'll swallow your soul. No, 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 no. Okay, I've made Norm leave. It didn't take much. <laughs>